1: What's happening, weirdos? This is a, a wonderful episode with my new friends, the Stanley Brothers. Well, two of them. There's a bunch of them. We get into that. But these are the guys that, uh, that, that came up with Charlotte's Web, which is the thing that I'm always plugging and, and a product that I truly love. But I also knew, uh, because I, I read all about them, that they are some of the most interesting people that maybe I've ever met. And I was very excited to sit down with them and, uh, and, and chat with them. Uh, I'm not going to do the, the Pete's Pick where I explain Charlotte's Web because we talk about it so much in this episode. But if you want to try it, go to uh, cwhemp.com slash weird and use promo code YouMadeItWeird. I would recommend The Everyday Plus or uh, advanced. Uh, Some people have been emailing me. A lot of people actually, that's not true. A lot of people have been emailing me about what it means to them, and what the glow means, and how much they love it. So go, try it, tastes like a Thin Mint, makes you feel nice. We talk all about it here with the Stanley Brothers, which I'm excited about. Uh, I do want to mention Crashing is on HBO Go, and HBO Now, uh, and regular HBO in reruns. Uh, We're currently working on the second season, which is obviously super, super exciting. And uh, it would mean a lot if you guys check out the first season. Yeah. Also, I'm going to be doing stand-up. May 3rd is my final uh, Largo show here in Los Angeles before I head to New York. And then May 26th, I will be in Boston uh, for a headlining show uh, with Eugene Merman. Uh, Tickets to those are available at PeteHolmes.com. All the t-shirts and uh, stickers and mugs and pillows. That's right. Pillows. Uh, you can get it at Uh We have a wonderful sponsor today, which is our friends at the CISO. Uh, I don't know if you're checking out CISO, but uh, have you ever wondered what would happen when a, when a med school graduate with $500,000 in student loan debt can't find a job and starts con- conducting free therapy sessions for patients he finds on Craigslist? <laughs> Wonder no more. Watch the new series Shrink featuring Tim Baltz, and other top Chicago comedians it is on CISO. I don't know if you guys are on this, but this is a wonderful platform from our uh, from NBC. You can get uh, SNL, all 42 seasons of SNL, every uh, Monty Python thing, the whole catalog, the IT crowd, and more. Plus, CISO has a lot of uh, wonderful stand-up, it has uh, original programming, and it's all hand-pick, ad-free, and on-demand. You can watch CISO anytime, anywhere on iOS, Android, Apple TV, and almost any other device, and it's only $3.99, $3.99 per month. A new joke. CISO has tons of other great original series like My Brother, My Brother, and Me, as well as an animated fantasy role-playing game starring Dan Harmon, who is a guest on this show, and a fake reality show created by the geniuses behind Comedy Bang Bang and Reno 911. CISO, S-E-E-S-O dot com right now. Go to dot com, CISO dot com for one month free. <laughs> With promo code WEIRD at checkout. That's CISO dot com, promo code WEIRD. CISO dot com, promo code
2: WEIRD.
1: Very, very nice. Uh, as I said, uh, I'm not going to um, mention... Charlotte's Web Pete's Pick, but I do want to mention my other favorite product, which is Alpha Brain. We talk about this every week because it means that much to me. This is something that I take every day. It's something that I've taken every day for over three years now. It's a nootropic, which is like a vitamin for your brain. Helps blood flow to your brain. Helps brain function. Helps vocabulary recall. It's one of the things that I really notice when I take it. Focus, concentration. I don't know if you're a weirdo in college, but I wish I had this stuff in college. I take three three pills when I do a podcast, when I write a script. When I do stand-up, it's just a wonderful thing to have in your corner when you need your brain to be working in tip-tap-chap. <laughs> <laughs> tip top chap That's why Alpha Brain is one of my Pete's picks. I love it to death, and I want you to try it. I get fan mail almost every day. People that are trying Alpha, Alpha Brain, and it's really helping them in uh, their work and, honestly, in your personal life as well. Whatever creative endeavor you are pursuing, Alpha Brain is there to help. So if you want to try it, and I want you to try it, go to it. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash weird, and you will automatically get 10% off your purchase. Try it. Try it. I'm just yelling orders at you now. Try it. And uh, try Charlotte's Web. If you listen to this, I I have a feeling you're going to enjoy the conversation, see what a wonderful company Charlotte's Web is and what a wonderful mission they have. And uh, if you want to try that, com slash weird, promo code. You made it weird. All right, guys. Hope to see you in Boston. Hope to see you at Largo. Please watch Crashing. Uh, Val, we're both so tired. We're watching Why Him?
0: why him
1: who knew it's so funny
0: it's really funny it's
1: really funny I I, I just say that because I didn't hear too many people buzzing about why him
0: yeah me either
1: maybe that's because we live in LA and people don't really gush about movies as much
0: yeah or I think they gush about
2: them more
1: (laughs) yeah they do maybe we're in the wrong circle nope I'm a comedian I don't understand So
2: you work with Jed Apatow who also works with James Franco
1: I know I'm gonna ask Jed if he's seen YM. We're only we're like thirty minutes in, but we're really enjoying it. Yeah, it's really good. We kind of were like, oh, let's just watch that. It'll be silly. And I'm really laughing really hard, double dicking. Okay, uh, <laughs> so that was just a free plug for YM. <laughs> James Franco, come on the podcast. We'll yeah, talk about yeah, it.
0: There
1: you go. Brian Cranston, come on the podcast.
0: Yeah.
1: We Not won't Megan talk about Muggle. it. We'll ju- we'll just is that the wife?
0: Yeah. Megan, Megan Maloney.
1: Mal- Megan Malone. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
0: It is Megan. I can't. I, it's like no You don't know, know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. The
1: woman playing the wife is fucking killing it. Yeah, Karen from Will and Grace. and Oh, Karen from Will and Grace. Megan Moe. <laughs> She's killing it. And the son? Okay, now this is just a side podcast. Enjoy the Stanley Brothers uh, guys, and we'll see you. We'll see ya.
2: <laughs> we'll see ya. <laughs> we'll see ya. Me,
1: Uh You say it.
2: Get into it.
1: Get into it. Brody looked up. <laughs> get into it.
2: It's good to get a visual of this place after listening to some, listen? of your, some of your podcasts. Have uh, you listened? Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, it's really small. I love it. It's awesome. And, uh, you know, whenever... I would hear a podcast. I would assume you can wear these or not. I like wearing them. Uh, and these are your levels. Sweet. If you yeah, want to nice play cool. with that, I think you're number one. And sorry, you're number two. Yeah, that's How do you think I feel? I'm number three. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you uh, fellas in relation to one another? Uh, we're uh, yeah, Irish twins.
3: Kind of. Yeah. What does it mean to be? Oh, nine like months that? later. No, I, no we're, yeah, we're if, close.
2: If no, you're no. born within a year and a half, isn't
1: that it? Yeah, give, I'll give you uh, Irish twin. Like mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. are you Irish? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. <What? laughs> a a you're just a horny bit. parent twins. Yeah, yeah, there you go, for sure. Uh, definitely horny parent. You know, there's, you know, there's, well, there's 11, 11 of us total. I didn't, okay, this is great. I'm telling you why this is great. All I have is love for you guys, and I don't know a lot. Cool. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of rare for me, and it's some of the, my favorite episodes are where I don't know a lot about the guests, except that I like them. So tell you had at 11, and you're not Irish! <laughs> no, not Irish.
3: It's crazy. Or Catholic or Mormon. I mean, we did grow up uh, Just fertile. very, very, uh, you know, Christian. In Oklahoma, regular. but so
1: regular Christian, yeah. Regular. Christian. I call Christian. Mormon. Mormon is a is an add-on. It's an upgrade. <laughs> you have to. Da- it's like it's a free download for Christianity, and in-app purchases, you can get the Book of Mormon for 99, <laughs> 99 cents. <laughs> That's good.
0: That's good yeah,
1: for sure. When, but your parents when were fruitful and multiplied. Yep.
2: Yeah. When you when you tell people we have you know we have eleven siblings and they're all you know same mom same dad they say are you are you Catholic or are you Mormon yeah, yeah. you say no we're just fertile which is <laughs> <laughs> True, you know, we got to be careful that. And there's that there's, there's seven boys running around. Yeah, yeah I need turn to that yeah, shit let's not off. Do that, man. Man. And this it, is freaking people out in the and car. It, yeah, for that sure. They have the yeah. same phone. Mm-hmm. It's God. like what,
1: it's like when there's a siren in a song. You think you're getting oh, pulled the over? The <laughs> over. Yeah, <laughs> you're like it's not sure. cool. Uh-huh. Whenever there's like a people are freaking <laughs> out. You're affecting a lot of lives <laughs> right now. In that regard, I better just make sure. I'm just going to turn mine off. You're saying, so people assume, obviously they assume that there's something religious going on. They do. What was going on? A, what is going on? What you know,
2: is going you know on? honestly, <laughs> uh, if you have the last name Stanley, you pack a mean punch, you've got to be really careful what you're doing out there, because kids will pop out. That's that's really what it i is. is. I've, <laughs> I've, I've talked to both mom and dad about it, and... You know, the. There's something about the Stanleys? There's something about my dad's genetics that just, you know, and. and he's everywhere. <laughs> like
1: Fight Club, he's setting up franchises. It's crazy. It's good. And he's got his, his boys' march, as you would say.
3: Well, but it's weird because my mom's one as an only child. And so she, was, she grew up, you know, wanting siblings, and so she's like, "I'm giving these kids all the siblings."
1: She wanted to make a party yeah, for sure. So it was well. It was Jim cool Gaffigan's got uh, five kids. I yeah, think. he's got a lot. That's of as kids close kids, as I sure. can relate. Someone I know, but yes. eleven. I mean, where are you guys in the order? Um, I'm the third. Clearly, oldest. you're next. So the third, third and fourth. fourth.
3: Yep. No, actually, there's one between us. And then the, we don't know how that happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, just,
2: we'll, just, we'll just give it quick. So there's there's. Um, and this is all within 21 years. So there's 11 kids within 21 years. Because Josh, Jenny, Joel, Jesse, John, Jordan, Jared,
1: Joy. Wait, are these all? Jay? Jay, are these only Jensen, Yes. For Jesus. Jay for Jesus. I, I is it Jay exactly for Jesus? That's, that's, is this a quiverful that's, that's, situation?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> do you know? What, do you sure. know that term? Well, we, no. Quiverful. It's like 18 kids and counting. They they all have kids, and it's like. With uh, usually J names or, or some sort of biblical uh, reference, okay. and they call it quiverful because they're they're filling their quivers with arrows for the Lord. Oh, so instead of like converting strangers, Ooh. they're building. Christians out of a vagina factory. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there was an, a Henry Ford style assembly line. These are 18 kids and counting. At least, you know, you guys are 11. Obviously, no judgment. But was that what they were going for? Were they trying no, to make I a don't. little intermission? I don't think it, was that. I don't think it was I, that. You know you're in a, a safe place, right? Uh, yeah, yeah case, absolutely. I think that they were...
2: I think that, you know, they didn't shoot to have a ton of kids, but I think that, you <laughs> know, probably they wanted, you know... <laughs> 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 Probably they wanted you know, you know four or five and yeah. then and then you know lots of accidents yeah yeah Happy kept happening sure. and, of, and well, of course they're all you know I mean my my brothers and sisters are just any one of them could sit here yeah. and, and have a great conversation with you because they're just brilliant awesome
3: is people. that right so only
1: a couple of other. them are true accidents <laughs> this is like Captain Fantastic style you guys <laughs> yeah, totally but yeah. you get along.
3: Uh well, you do all get along, which is very bizarre, but at the same time, I think, going back to the question of what the, our parents' plan was, right? Yeah, sure. Was, you know, I think my dad was like, cool, cool, and then there was like a turning point, and then like this light switch on, and he was like, I'm fucking out of here. Because that's what happened. Like, <laughs> he, he left? He, he, le- he left. Your dad? I'm yeah, sorry. You Your dad
1: know, left. Yeah. So Let's, we're, we're in Hollywood. Let's go uh, pitch this story. That's insane. I know, insane. it's crazy. So It so, was so, our mom and grandmother
2: really, you know, they're they're... They're the amazing forces you, of nature that, that, that gave us a good life. You know. Yeah. I mean, we were How broke. Old? We were How just old completely broke. And well, the, the
3: last one was born. I was in sixth grade. Joel just, I think, or I was in seventh grade. Joel just started high school. And, you know, it was interesting because we grew up in Oklahoma and we moved to Colorado and we're there, all brand new, new friends, all this stuff. Yeah. And, like, it's not four or five months he comes to school to tell everybody he's leaving um, dad and comes to school comes to school pulls us out of class and then I have to go back into class in history and be he like he
1: pulled a gaggle of children <laughs> into the hallway <laughs> to say no he we went one by was, one that was we? one of the worst days
2: uh, that I've ever had yeah. So, he, oh I'm so, so sorry but he did have to do that
1: speech 11 his, times by the end he's probably like I'm leaving
2: goodbye
1: the first one was 25 minutes with a and a <laughs> and by the end he was like peace and
2: yeah, then and then once they all become adults right he's like you know re-engages he's Emineming you guys totally yeah
1: dad is eminem you. <laughs> now they want, they didn't help bake the cake, and now they want a slice. Yeah, that's I pretty much that's, exactly what, yeah. that's what Gary Goldman said on this podcast. Uh, so he leaves young, that's terrible, that's so sad, I'm so sorry about that. But then you had magnificent women.
3: Oh yeah, my grandmother it starts with her. Like I think she might be the most selfless person I've ever met. And then my mom was working three, four jobs to ensure that we went to a Christian school. She worked at the Private. school so that we got. Oh tuition. yeah, for sure. uh, So yeah. we're the
2: only broke kids in the school, right? <laughs> oh sure. my god! Showing
3: up in cars that you literally <laughs> had to push to get started, and oh. you look like a
2: clown <laughs> car because the whole family starts piling out of some little. <laughs> to whatever tell whatever me you're all dressed the, the same, same. kind uh, why of. Are you all well, no, the same. I mean
3: we're all sh- we're not dressed. I I would say raggedy. All, <laughs> yeah. Is raggedy the
1: same? <laughs> that's great. Sure. So, so you a, were looking like Oliver Twist. Yeah, <laughs> a matching pair of mugs means they're both chipped. In my <laughs> so Joel, you said you were broke. He's like Super Dupes broke. I mean, you know, that's we, a lot of mouths to we feed. We didn't know that was the thing. I mean, it,
2: you know. My mom taught at the Christian school because that education was super important to her. That one, you know, can it, I ask? It really, was, it was, a, was a good education. Yeah, but, sure. You know, it, it was also like. it. Was, it was important to her that we had the indoctrination part too, and that became less and less important. You know, she has her own her own evolution, just like we've had our evolution, kind of out of religion. But sure. Um, so we we grew up around all these families that could afford this super expensive school, and so all your friends are you know getting new cars at sixteen they 're just amazing and oh, yeah, and you know they don 't have to work and you know we're out there throwing papers and waiting tables and all, you know so so just kind of a weird, weird mm-hmm. life like that, but we didn't really notice you know when we were you know like times when uh when when the utility bill was off, and you know things that mom did so that we didn 't even know that that happened. You know, she'd do just kind of like a, it's camping night, and we'd light candles and build oh a fire, God. and we didn't know, so no, that she's was like, going to make me cry again. Yeah, See, my that was God, fun, that yeah, is like, so
1: moving. It was cool. But it, she's an amazing human being. It's. I guess it's a cliche for the, a reason, like, the, the rich kids that, like, don't talk to each other, and the <laughs> and the family that's struggling together, that, like... Like, it, it, the only way I can relate in a real way is like, I went to boring camp. Like, I didn't go to camp where there was tennis and, and anything. All we had was the lake and each other. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, really close by the end of those two weeks. We, and that's just two weeks. Mm-hmm. And you guys grew up together, really kind of in the trenches together. I have to imagine you're very close.
2: Yeah, we're best friends. Who's the least favorite? Sometimes ever? it kind of like. <laughs> Good question. And
3: because yeah. they're all going to listen, we're not going to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody knows. <laughs>
0: ah!
2: Look at you, Joy. <laughs> I just take a guess.
1: That's actually one of them.
2: <laughs> Sorry about that, Joy.
3: No, I'll just... It, it's so funny. Not true.
1: Of course not. Yeah. Statistically, it's, whenever I think of big families, like statistics, you have... Like, one of the rainbow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, one out of, I, I don't know how many is supposed to be gay, but it's we've got, We've got one. You've got it. two. We might
3: have two. One well, or two. I'm toying.
1: You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dabbling. I dabble. Yeah. Well, one out of, 11 it's out of 11 should be dabbling.
2: <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> do
1: a little dabble. That's,
2: well, that's the thing, is that 11 out of 11 do dabble, and that's that's why they're all, you know, very unique and, and very fun, and and, you know, now that we're adults, we have these amazing friendships... Yeah. Right, but we also have this deep seated, like you know, hey, remember when we used to all sleep on one bed and it was a waterbed? Yeah. <gasps> the oldest one. <laughs> if Josh, one of you went to the bathroom,
1: it was a half. That's right, to everyone. The <laughs> oldest one, Josh. And the, the oldest waves.
2: one, Josh. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> let's take that to a new level. The oldest one, Josh, <laughs> likes to talk about. <laughs> what it was like to be the heaviest on the waterbed with someone like me who wet the bed till I was well last week <laughs> <laughs> so he just he's working on it yeah, yeah he would uh, you yeah, know, that's, we that's all wet that's the some bed, of his memories. you wet his bed that's right. <laughs> well that was the only bed we had yeah you know, was like sharing
3: it head to toe but to, and at yeah. one time there was six boys and one girl oh boy and so we that my poor sister, like... Is this Joy? You, no, this no, this is this Jen. Jen, yeah.
0: Jen. And she's she a ends? very
3: strong... Yeah, exactly. She's a very strong person, obviously, because she had to deal person, with yeah. us. And But you're right. I mean, I was pretty skinny and tiny as opposed to now I'm huge, but... uh <laughs> So I was always really good. I'm on the other side of Joel, and just the piss is just. Uh, <laughs> you know?
1: That was your alarm clock. <laughs> totally uh, it's time did, for school. And I was always I smelled late. Golden grounds. <laughs> I was always late until everybody got out of bed and it shifted. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, be the first up exactly. in the family household. That was the way
3: to do it for well, sure.
1: It's interesting because here you guys are, and you're 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 killing it, and it sounds like you have other successful siblings as well. What is it? It's like the children of rich people are never rich. Have you have you ever heard that? I mean, they tend to be rich because their parents give them money. Nepot- nepotism. Nepotism, for Trust- sure. Trussifarians. Trust- Here's looking at you, city of Boulder. <laughs> uh, I would, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, they all move to Boulder. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's exactly. what you do. Yep. That's right. This exactly. is what Eddie Bauer white people do. <laughs> <laughs> you make your millions, get to Boulder. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's some it's crazy the, it's shit. The,
3: it's the mecca for hippies. But yes. it's also rich made
1: hippies. by guys, or a lot of these enterprises and interesting things are made by people who know what it's like. It, they know what they're fighting for. Mm-hmm. The only way, again, please forgive me for not being able to relate in a, in a true way, but like I became much funnier after my wife left me, right? <laughs> so you know what pay? Yeah, that's, yes, that's the correct response. I'm, I'm
0: laughing.
2: Jesse,
1: no, I hope you laugh. <laughs> yeah, but we're yeah. doing a show about
2: it. I hope it's funny. Yeah. It's eerie how parts of, how parts of your life are just like mine. But is that right? But much like our family, just the religious side coming out of religion. You know, um, just just listening to you over over, sure. over over the past week, it's like you know even down to music
1: taste. It's like, is that right? Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. Who do you guys like? You look like the Avett Brothers, the so brothers. I feel like you should like so the Avett Brothers. A good
3: friend of, a good friend of ours is the bassist from the Avett
1: Brothers. No Bob, way, Bob Crawford. So I go to all a lot of their shows. Yeah, one of the best concerts I've ever seen. They're right? amazing. Oh, like, they're, they're, they're great. I like, saw them at they're the cool Greek. Incredible, but everything in their music. The reason you're getting the chills is because they're dropping like mad truth, oh, always like it's shit that everyone knows totally. but forgot. Mm-hmm. You know that's what right. I'm saying? Like right. real, enlightened stuff, lyrics that matter, lyrics that matter, yeah, and everybody's totally. chanting. But it's not yeah. what you and I probably grew up you with. Mentioned, like you mentioned like head in the heart. Eddie. Yeah, head in the heart. A, is yeah, love yeah, head in the In a heart.
2: podcast fairly recently. Yeah, and that's that's been a big one for the family. You know, Josh and I saw them at a Small Quaint in in Madrid just a couple of months ago. No way. And then all the brothers, long well, way well, from the pee bed. <laughs> we had you know we were we were invited out to uh actually the the uh adolphus bush you know the 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 heir of the bush you know bush beer invited us out to a thing at his place in st louis and we actually were able to time it around a head in the heart show oh wow so we, so we flew out a little bit early and we, and we and we took a drive over to the show it was like
1: um but just and was just, it amazing oh was it, it was great incredible.
2: Oh, for sure I, guys are amazing.
1: I've such a. That's another great thing. So uh, the Avid Brothers will have a, a thousand, ten thousand people mm-hmm. chanting something. Where I'm like, this is like really important. Head in the heart in the same way. I remember being a little bit toasted. I don't know if I was stoned or a little bit drunk or whatever, but in the good way, not mm-hmm. like out of it, sure. but in that good concert way, and. Everyone was just singing along, like I get lost in my mind. You know that lyric, lost and I was like, mind. "This is this, this thing, is it. this like lonely, mm-hmm. heavy feeling of existence." Mm-hmm. But we're all yelling it out, mm-hmm. like all together. So now, a hundred thousand people are saying, "I get lost in my mind." And then, what happened? You're not lost. I sound like a preacher. You know what I'm saying? Like no, it no, was this absolutely. beautiful, unifying moment. So I'll I'll go salty or sweet. It doesn't have to be like positive. It can be sad. It can be great. I'm, I'm glad you guys are into that.
2: Big time. Uh, yeah, it's. Um you know, I'd say music has been one of those things that the brothers um, have kind of used that, that that keeps us together. I'm, I'm I'm kind of a lame one, right? Like I'll have my head down, just you're the lame just, one. Yeah, you He's know, more I mean, analytical. You're
1: Billy Baldwin. I,
2: I've got the oldest kids. You know, I went into the whole family thing earlier than everyone. What and, was that? You know, probably was took that? business a little more serious than everyone
1: know, Yo, you're but the in guy in the to, band that makes it work. You're that pretty, guy. Well, totally. I'm, I'm, well, I'm
2: definitely one of him them. And, him we and our other brother yeah, Jared. Yeah, we have a, we have a couple of them that that kind of administrate. Mm-hmm. But in order for me to keep on the creative side, every now and then I've got to hang out with guys like Jesse and 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 John or Josh. And get my music too from them. Yes. Yeah. I, I need an update on hey, what's what's out there? What's Otherwise, available.
3: Joel's still listening to Michael W. Smith.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was like, I'm trying
1: to find my go, place go in
2: <laughs> <this>
0: world. <laughs>
1: exactly. I'm so happy you know that. Yeah, yeah, for for sure. Sure.
3: <laughs> Joel's putting up posters of Amy Grant, only for my dad to come in and be like, "That's way too sexual." We're taking it down, and he probably took it to his closet.
1: <laughs> well, Amy She's Grant went to yeah. she went to secular. Remember, people were mad uh-huh. about yep. "Baby Baby." I remember that. Yep. Hard to say, yep. "Baby Baby" was about the baby Jesus. No, yeah, uh, for sure. Baby. That's it's so- yeah, a, great- a good song. I can't yep. remember that. If you're at the dentist, mm-hmm. it's a great song. <laughs> it's totally fine So you are uh, not as type. No, it's not like I'm at sitting all. with the head and the heart. No. Not, look, I'm a head guy too, so don't think that I'm saying, <laughs> "Oh, you're the head and you're boring." But like, I hang out with Valerie, and she—that's my fuel. Uh, she's way more heart, and that does heads.
2: Good. You have to know. You have to know where you kind of sit, and then That's accept right.
1: that. Yeah. because
2: if you don't accept that, you're al- you're always going to be trying to be something that you're That's not. It.
1: Just accept your software for what it is. You That's go, is. oh, for better or worse, and then you can be really good at what you are.
2: Yeah, when you do that,
1: yeah, which yeah.
3: drawing it back to family is great, right? Because at least in ours, we all feel very comfortable being our own person and you understand the strengths and weaknesses of each other. So you have, you have some people that are dreamers, visionaries, and then other people that get that shit done. Yeah. Like I'm Jared, our younger brother, you know, without him and Joel, like none of this goes. Hmm. But without the heart of you know myself, John, Josh, and and Jordan, you know maybe it's not as big. We're not touching as many people, so it's a perfect like it's a
2: perfect machine. Are you talking about
1: Charlotte's Web? Or is Just every, and brothers everything. Brothers we, yeah, I mean, we all I mean, work together. You all work mm-hmm. together. Yeah, yeah, we
2: have we have seven brothers who have built Charlotte's Web, but but we also have medical marijuana businesses back in back in Colorado. Uh-huh. So I mean, we're we're. Um, you know, we started out as caregivers. That's what they were called back in Colorado, and we built what we built all together. That's Seven such brothers, a high because idea, of that it. dynamic. Totally. We're
1: going
3: to call it. We're going to be caregivers. caregivers. <laughs> Just, we're giving care to people,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like the Bob Marley in the background. Oh,
2: I, yeah, sure. I mean, we're all we're we're like you know. Obviously, we have no problem with uh, cannabis, but yeah, sure. But we're all you know. I heard you talking to uh, Seth Rogan, and he was talking about how functional he is, right? Yeah, most of us are on the opposite side of that spectrum, right?
1: Well, Seth, Seth did you say Joe Rogan or Seth Rose? Seth Seth Rose. Yep. Yeah, because they well, both Joe seem too. they're Joe's, both functional. Joe's probably a very you know
2: functional user.
1: I take a, a tiny nib of of weed, and I it, I love it. I, I'm glad that my tolerance is low because I really enjoy. Valerie's always like, "Don't go to the other side." I'm like, I'm always like going to this place <laughs> yeah, where everything's sure. brilliant. Uh, Next sure. thing you know, I'm playing the piano. That is, and like, <laughs> that is Joel,
3: but you know, he would play the piano. But Joel, like, he'll go to the other side, so he doesn't use cannabis a lot. In fact, it's weird. Of all of us, I think there's only two of us that really use cannabis really? on a regular basis. You mean the or full plant, THC? Well, the full plant. yeah. Besides Charlotte's Web, like, I, Charlotte's I take Charlotte's Web, web every day, day, but. day, but like. Right specifically THC like I'll use it occasionally at a show just to get well, lost in I my say. mind yeah. right? Totally. I But, like, you know, you're, you're to head and the heart. <laughs> but Joel does it, and he's like, I'm going to go talk to myself in the corner yeah. for the next couple hours. Some see if of us I can't are,
1: put the oh, earphones stop. on and listen to Radiohead. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, people. No, or, yeah. you know what frustrates me is I, I see people in, this is why I win my Charlotte's Web commercials, and I'd rather talk to you boys, but I love talking about Which, the you. as well. You.
2: Thank you so much, oh, by, by the way. Get, for get for, out of here. Uh, no, no, th- I get mail every day now. It's such an honor. Like, every day.
1: People say this changed my life at shows and stuff. Great. Just a, love it.
2: Just a couple of months ago, we were we were driving through through Hollywood with our publicist, and, yeah. there's, a, and there's a big uh, there's a big billboard with you on. And she said, "Oh, <laughs> that guy, that guy reached out, Pete Holmes, <laughs> and guess what? He really he really likes Charlotte's Web." And then I started listening to your podcast, and I saw the one with uh, Joe Rogan where yeah. you gave him a bottle. And I was like, "Boy, what an honor!" <laughs> yeah, that, for sure. Then that Pete that. Holmes is actually being helped by the product. So, <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you for being willing to talk. Well, about
1: I'd that. always rather take a plant. The idea of weed is so up my alley. I'm the chubbiest like health guy you'll ever meet. Like I eat a lot of fucking kale, and I'm a vegan and all this bullshit. And then you'd think I'd love to smoke dope, but I can't follow a movie. I can't follow a conversation. And the worst thing is, I won't remember any of it. Mm-hmm. Like the next day, they'll be like, "Hey, remember when we ironically watched The Love Guru?" And I'm like. No. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I've turned on the Apple TV and it's like recently watched and it's like Mork and Mindy. And I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? When did that happen? And I guess it's good because you can watch the same thing over and over. It's called time traveling. But with Charlotte's Web, it's, it's like a little bit of that edge off that I'm looking for. I, I, can we say things? This isn't an advertisement. We can just talk about it, right? For sure. You know, because I don't want to be promissory. You know, this is this is
2: this is where we're at. So so you can say whatever you want, right? But you, I'm, care. I'm the CEO of this company,
1: <laughs> and so any time that I get even close, I have to be like,
2: these statements have not been evaluated. Yeah, by Yeah,
1: I know. So, but that's why it's fun when I was like on Rogan and stuff, and I can just be like, I I, I consider it to be an anti-anxiety thing. I take mm-hmm. it before parties, and I go in and I stay at the party. That's your case study. Yeah. And and Hates parties. Pete leaves parties. Yeah. And
3: there's good science totally. that good actually shows that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's
3: a- Pete, walki- <laughs> Pete walking in without Charlotte's web.
0: Nope. <laughs> and turns around.
3: Pete walking in with Charlotte's web. Beautiful yeah. woman on his yeah. side. <laughs> Will you do that? <laughs> Let's do what Chorus Light did. <laughs> <laughs> totally, exactly. Here comes the silver bullet with Charlotte's web on
1: its side. <laughs> well, where did it come from? It obviously didn't come around. One of the other things I say is it makes me really like loose. It makes me feel loose mm. in my body in that good way. And people say it helps them sleep and stuff. But you didn't make it for that. Why did you make it?
3: Well, actually, I mean, when we first started, the whole purpose was we had a lot of cancer patients. And like talking about earlier, not everybody likes to get high. Not everybody likes the feeling of that. Right. And so, Well, it is
1: a bit off your dock. Totally you know what I mean? You're so. in the water all You're of out of control. Side. You're right? out of control. So a so, lot of people don't like that. And a lot of, most people don't like being yeah. out of control. So. And Valerie doesn't like when I'm out of control because the songs I sing on the piano are all about <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> and let me tell you, there's not a lot that rhymes with diarrhea. So these are atonal, non-rhyming songs. <laughs> i could oh, got to get high. When you're so- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We also have a looper like Reggie Watts, so like I'm doing my own beats and shit. It's it's like you have to apologize the next day sort of stuff. We keep going nothing wrong
3: with that. But like uh so these people were like cancer patient. We came across this, yeah. Um we came across this strain and like we're smoking it and then we th- thought about how we could make it better. And I was smoking it and I'm like Dude, I don't. I just feel like this overall, like, sense of well being. Mm. Like, I'm not high. Like, I'm not asking for and I'm, <laughs> I'm not asking to turn up, you know, Bob Marley. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That type of stuff. Not to be stereotypical. Yeah. But, no, you're like, yes
1: handing me. I said Bob Marley. There you go. Right? Exactly. That's so, and I like it. <laughs>
3: so, with, <laughs> so, what you're doing is, I mean, you go. You start this and you were breeding this for – specifically for older people, right? So they can get the medicinal value of what we knew at the time but then not feel that euphoric feeling, which sometimes that's probably what they need. Right. Um, So there's nothing wrong with that. And then, Joel, I'll let you talk about it, but kind of fate or God or the universe or whatever you believe in kind of steps
2: in and and drops it.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. That you found the strain, and then there were ca- cancer patients. Well, we but that's were, a pretty big step from we one were, to the other.
2: We were breeding specifically for for this compound CBD cannabidiol, which back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when we when we really started this, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, we jumped into the the medical marijuana industry first, having read, you know, hundreds, if not thousands, of peer reviewed papers on the topic of cannabis and these cannabinoids, these these, these compounds like THC or CBD. And so we believed in CBD because there were there were there was all this um, uh, mostly preclinical evidence, but a little bit of clinical studies from around the world showing that CBD was was anti-inflammatory. The U.S. government filed a patent on it as a neuroprotectant and an antioxidant. Um, that was back in two thousand three, and then um, uh, there are also significant studies showing that that CBD can actually. Um, have it have an impact for the better on individual cancer cells, and so we had all these cancer patients. A lot of them, Jesse's right, are, you know, are, you know, all they know about this plant is that they told their kids and grandkids not to do it. Now their kids <laughs> and grandkids are bringing it to grandma, mm-hmm. saying, saying, you hey, "Need help hey, eating? Hey, yeah, you know, that's right. You lost right. some weight. So, you want to sleep?" So yeah. we were we were breeding for those reasons. The plant comes back. <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah, exactly. It <laughs> <Be, laughs> comes back to bite because we 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 believed in it, and and you have to understand, you know, back in. Back in in 2010, there were a handful of people on the planet that could pronounce the that that, <laughs> that could pronounce the word cannabis. Cannabidi- I've never it. heard
1: it. I've never, I've read it on your on your yeah. literature, but I've never dared to try. Most people it. hadn't. Yeah. yeah.
2: But then in 2012, here we are with this plant that 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 as far as anyone who's looking for recreational, this is just a worthless plant to them. Um, so they think, but. February 2012. This mother of a of a severe pediatric epilepsy child, Charlotte, um, her mom finds us and says, "Look, I've been you know we're at the end of life. We've been through the entire pharmaceutical bag of tricks. Mm. Um, I found some research stating that this compound CBD could help my daughter. Um, We're at the point where you know she's we've signed a do not." Do not resuscitate. I mean, she's at the true end and she's Mm -hmm. having, you know, 300, 400 violent seizures every week. And she finds us and says, I hear you guys have been breeding what I'm looking for. We said, well, yes, we It sounds we like have. a
1: myth. There's rumor of 11 boys totally in Colorado. <laughs> it's they
3: like, be- the only way to destroy the ring is to get to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And there you must drop the ring into a pile of marijuana.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's... that's
1: Your mythic our, characters our, our in this girl's life. life. Our uh-huh.
2: story has been epic. And, yeah. and the entrance of Charlotte... and. and And of course, I'm, 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 I'm looking at Paige, Charlotte's mom. Um, at first, like you're, you, you gotta be out of your mind. Like Mm -hmm. you want me to give, you know, something this controversial, even though, even though, you know, we know it's likely, you know, infinitely safer than the pharmaceuticals. This, this kid has been on, it's still so controversial and you Mm -hmm. want me to make something for you to give to your five-year-old. So it was, it, it was, it was kind of intense, but after, after we met her, You know, here's this really intelligent person. She's not pushing for pot anything. She's just trying to help Charlotte. And she's got two neurologists that have signed off and said, it's worth a shot. Go for it. But
3: with that, you got Joel coming back to all of us and being like, all right, guys, here's the deal. There's this patient, thinks it's going to help with epilepsy, and I think we should try it. But there's one caveat. She's a child. And we're all like, well, should we just go turn ourselves in now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what do you want to do? It's so, a high-risk
1: situation. Totally, it? for I, sure. No, I, and there are 11 process. of you. There has to have been one weird brother, maybe Jacob. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, J- no, Jacob was a... Uh, w- we don't have Jacob yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's no Jacob. <laughs> we'll see. But somebody that was, like, against it. There had to have been someone that was like, this isn't it's worth really it. mostly
2: me, where yeah. Yeah, you I, were actually I was younger. the most skeptical. Mm-hmm. You but- have
1: more... Well... I don't want to put it more to lose, less to lose situation, but you do have something to lose if, if something goes well, badly.
2: We, we wanted to help, but it was also, you know, kind of this, you know, how do we know it's going to help? And, and the truth is, is, this mother, this brilliant mother, was the one who poured over all of the research, yeah. and showed me this is why this this might help. And and you know, I mean, we 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 were familiar with with much of that research, but then you look at you know safety and toxicity. With CBD, we're literally talking about something with a, with a safety profile that that looks far more like vitamin C than anything else, right? Mm, mm. Um, so, we felt comfortable with it, especially because her neurologists were on board. And then, you know, we make a, a a and at the time in the industry, and and still, to be honest, it's 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 kind of sad, but no one's really making these titratable. Um, reproducible forms of, of cannabis-type tinctures, um, and, and and they don't really understand how to nail dosing. Well, we were really good at that mm-hmm. um, from the very beginning, even even with just higher THC for Is that for one a of the reasons patient. it's
1: different? Because, uh, you know, your product is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things, you know. I, it's,
2: it's actually that bottle sitting right you're the there. That, that, you're is the, this
1: isn't expensive. that is
2: actually <laughs> <is> the lowest-priced <laughs> per milligram.
1: <laughs> I knew it!
2: In the industry. Good
1: business. In we set it there. We set it there. No, what I mean, here's why I'm saying For it. a reason. You know I love this stuff. I, I've had friends that liked it, and mm-hmm. then they were like, I'm going to go get some other stuff. They're going to go to the Whole Foods or the grocery store. Oh, no, this says it's hemp oil in it, and it's $20 for like a half gallon. doesn't have It's CBD a very different it. product. Yeah. Is that it's what a, it is? That's
3: just pressed... Uh, hemp seeds, are See, still you're really
1: good. Yeah, for that's sure. A, that's which a which great is still problem. great. Yeah, there's yeah. A Woody lot of Harrelson bathes yeah. in it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but this is different. It, it's it's and I, very You know, I, I, I you know, I'm not putting down the product for being expensive. I'm trying to p- point out what people are paying. It is Yeah, for sure. It what is. It
2: for? is. And that's you know, I mean that 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 goes to um, why we call ourselves a social enterprise. We're we're a true social enterprise. In that you have to realize when
1: we put this product out, I'm just picturing people partying on the on the enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> after, Number one, after um, <laughs>
2: after after Charlotte's success and after these stories exploded. Um, we had, you know, we had a waiting list of about fifteen thousand people, and there just wasn't much CBD on the planet, right? Wow! Um,
1: we you guys hemp. were right there. We had we all had eleven of you were right there. Mm-hmm. We had almost
2: five hundred families move to Colorado to access this um, before regulations allowed for for um, uh, domestic cultivation of hemp in in twenty fourteen. So we had all these families moving for it and
1: moving. Yes, yes, for it, it, your milkshake. Yep, it was. It, it literally brings them, it brings. them all to the <laughs> It was, it was well, heavy. That was, that, was like, that was like that was super heavy. Because, That's exciting you know, though. Here we are. Sorry to zoom out a little bit. You're you're on this planet. We don't know what we're doing. Here's a child with seizures. You you guys are over here getting high, and you're like, I just feel well. And then next thing you know, 500 families are moving to Colorado, and not to play squash. But think about and it investigate though. the murder of John Bonet.
3: Yeah, no, totally. And you think about it; it's totally right. Like now that I'm picturing, I never thought of it this way. It is almost like a Bible story. It is. But it's like, well, there's a star up to the right, and you're going to follow that west. You're going to stop in Colorado. There's a plant there. You're going to. It's a burning bush, so to speak. <laughs> But yeah. like, and there's some brothers there, and I wouldn't call them the three wise men, but um, you're right. I mean, it, the story in and of itself is epic, and we never sit back and actually kind of think about. You it. You should. That's incredible. But, like, I I appreciate it so much for what my brothers have accomplished, what we've accomplished as a company. I mean, it started. You well, know, this just has given us months. amazing purpose.
2: But I want to go back to the price because I. I, uh, I
1: no, please. I, I have I, have oh, to I it brought up. it up. So, buddy, so, I love it. I, you know, so before I worked with you guys, still, I, I spent a lot of money on this stuff.
2: <laughs> we we actually still give away athlete. a lot of product. I have, to, I have to be real, real careful. We set up a nonprofit to kind of vet situations so that we can afford to give away to the right people. Yeah. Um, but when we went to set the price point, there were you know it, after the after the CNN Sanjay Gupta splash of the story of Charlotte's Web. You go on Amazon – That's something that
1: ha- – I don't know about the Sanjay Gupta. That,
2: that's what that's what exploded. This told story the story and, of Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. which, yeah. by Sanjay the way – they had two documentaries about our story and, and Charlotte's story, and that's what because just exploded. Because this, this helped with Charlotte. We didn't even yeah. really – Oh, yeah.
3: To go back that. to that, just to, Sorry, to bring I, that in, yeah. it's like – so Charlotte's having 300, 400 seizures a week. The brothers are like, yeah, sure, we'll make it and titrate the, the, the dose. So we know what it is, and, you know – Joel made it in in a garage, I believe, at the time. That's kinda of what it was
2: it. my kitchen.
3: Well, whatever <laughs> it was. And uh, she went a week free without having a seizure. Wow. So at that point I remember we kinda of changed the name of the plant to the future. Yeah. Because we were like, This is going to be huge. I yeah. mean this is the future of cannabis. This is the future of,
2: of cannabinoids. What was research. that
1: like? Did you celebrate? Well, oh, I, big time! I, I mean, was, that's... I, I was
2: skeptical. I mean, I was skeptical until we had like ten or, or fifteen people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he told me, and I'm like, "Holy <laughs> shit! This could You're have been shooting
1: anything!"
2: <laughs> <rockers> <laughs> on, Let's go on yeah. one roller skate. Just having a great time. You know, I, I mean. He, we don't know why seizures happen in the first place. Right. You know, so it's, I understand, it's, it's, you know, it, I'm glad there's this is a, brain I'm glad there's this a is Joel.
1: I'm glad there's a Joel going like, Hey, look, we need mm-hmm. to take into consideration. But once Joel, you had, well, you yeah. know,
2: you know, once you had patient number 10, where it's doing the same thing and then 15, you're like, Oh guys, this is it. Here Did it is. that happen? Yes. Yeah. It, and it well, well, I was like, i like, mean, I'm now like now where are we in
1: the story? That's now happened. there's, dude, now dude, there's dude, tens
2: dude. and tens of thousands of Charlotte's and it's just, Oh, we get a new letter every day. It's, it's, it's like, most humbling and awesome thing to get to do something where you get a letter every day from someone saying you know my my 15 year old who uh, who has been drugged up and hasn't spoken in 6 years yeah. just said daddy today get and, the fuck and, out and of took a step and I isn't seizing or, or you know and obviously these statements have not been evaluated by the FDA
1: but <laughs> aren't we are we just three guys talking can we just yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> this isn't uh- I know some people may think this sounds like an infomercial. and That's fine. But uh, it's not. I just want to talk to you guys. I feel like we I, can say what we want about the product. I'm, I'm giving you permission. <laughs> for sure. It's,
2: it's it's truly born out of a really amazing, touching story. Anyone who hasn't seen the Sanjay Gupta documentaries entitled Weed, there's a Weed 1, Weed 2, Weed 3, and a fourth one coming. Which one's Kevin Nealon? From Neelan. what I hear.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's... Um, so it's all about weed, all about the, the ma- marijuana plan. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes. And, and you guys and, are a big part and, of
2: it. And Sanjay, you know, you know, Sanjay went into his first documentary expecting to expose more so expose medical marijuana. Yeah. And then he meets Charlotte and he even told us we could say this. So I'm going to say it Sanjay. Um, he said, your story, this story here is what changed my mind and made mm. me understand that there's so much more to this plant because it
1: really is medicinal. To the caregiver joke that I made about mm-hmm. 15 minutes ago, everybody I think is going, okay, we figured out a loophole. Like in Amsterdam, you can go and mm-hmm. buy mushrooms and now they're truffles because of some loophole. <laughs> they grow above the ground now. And people just want to get high. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody knows that. Like, you go into a dispensary, and it's always some guy who's eating an an edible that would kill me, Mm -hmm. casually. Just like, hey, man, let me know if I can help you. (laughs) He throws in a Reese's peanut butter, a pot butter, or whatever, and he eats it. And I'm just like, this is not... This doesn't feel like well, Harvard Community but Health, but that's where that's where we're coming out
3: of, though, which is great. Like that is where you're coming you out know, of. That's exciting because before then, it's like you go to the doctor and you actually walk into a room that kind of looks like this. Yeah, and the doctor's sitting over in the corner He's like, "So, so what ails
1: you?" Yeah, and like, well, I got this back problem, and I yeah. yeah. stubbed my toe earlier, and he
3: gives you this script for the marijuana. You go to this place. And I've
1: had that happen where they like, you need one more. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, of yeah, course, sure. they're just like, I'm like, well, I'm anxious and I can't sleep sometimes. They're, they're just like. like uh, mm. You mm. know, like, mm-hmm. like, like a crooked accountant, mm-hmm. like, and you use the mm-hmm. car for business? <laughs> <laughs> it's that sort of situation. I
3: love it. So once you have the use the car for business out, you go to the dispensary and you're sitting across the room from this guy that's very intelligent and knows a lot about weed, but normally you're thinking, this guy's going to sell me some records, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. And, uh,
3: <laughs> and so you you get in there and he's like, well, you know, bro, I, I'd probably take two of these and call, don't call me in the morning. Yeah, don't yeah. call me in the morning. Yeah. So you're not used to that. So people were really on their own and sometimes still are. Yeah. Right? it's a recommendation of, you know, the whole sativas give you energy and indica it makes you sleep and yada yada. And then yeah. the
1: conversation always ends with like, and these are hybrids. It's like yeah. why didn't yeah. you just tell me they're the hybrid? <laughs> totally. like, uh, this one does half both. Of that's, half of that's bullshit anyway. <laughs> yeah. is, uh, is that like, true? Uh, yes. Oh, oh yes. Maloney yeah, Pajoni? Yes. Yeah.
2: You have to find out because you have you have your own individual endocannabinoid system. Thank Each person you. has to find out Yeah. This does this, me, <laughs> this does this to me, this does this to me. That's right, yeah. Um we can, you know, the industry likes to make these generalized statements that you know are half bullshit. They're not. They're not total bullshit because there is something to it, and each 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 variety can be potentially True. special for a person. But, but
3: it's not palatable whenever you go in and you get it from a guy that probably hasn't finished college. Right, right, right. So now it's actually changing. You know, now people are are hiring scientific advisory boards and all this stuff, and they're really trying to get behind it. It's not that cannabis is not research that's not the case it's just not the gold standard of research but that's changing right. so charlotte I mean, the cool thing about charlotte this little girl and all these other kids that have had these amazing testimonies they are really the ones that are like championing the movement yeah so you got this little girl who's you know opening doors in all kinds of different uh, government buildings to change laws i mean it's so awesome to watch and humbling yeah. because for years you know the hippies have been out and just picketing, you know,
1: free the weed, you know. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't working. But even then you're just kinda like, you guys just want to enjoy Jethro <laughs> Tull a little bit more. And, and and that's fine, but like don't bring us into this. Like well, well you buy know, it from a guy named Scooch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I don't I don't like to throw the industry under the bus, but in a lot of ways it's already under there. But the BW. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we running just, on running
3: on vegetables. Of course. Of course.
2: But at the same time, time i mean this is born out of it isn't really the industry's fault this is born out of basements because of prohibition mm-hmm. you know yeah. this is a product of prohibition and now that it's coming into the light and jesse's right you know charlotte's story and these kids stories are, are i mean i went to i don't know more than half of these states um to give testimony about charlotte's story and right 90 percent of the time came out with favorable legislation. Wow. And these were, you know, I mean, these were Bible Belt places. Yeah. These are places where they're like, no, you know, demon weed.
1: Yeah. We should learn this for other – I'm not even – it's kind of a joke, but it's like the power of a little girl because everybody loves a little girl. For sure. I'm not even saying in a marketing way. I'm saying it can open people's hearts. Absolutely. It's like – I always cite this. It's like they did this thing on uh, This American Life where they went door-to-door talking about abortion, which is uh, is obviously a a big issue with some (laughs) people. And the woman would be like, one to ten – are you for abortion or against abortion? it they'd be like, 10, against. And then the woman would be like, well, I had an abortion. Then they would tell her the story. And then they'd flip in real time. We're talking like in, in the course of 10 minutes, would flip from a 10 to a 1 in favor just because they had... That happens a lot of times with like... A, I remember my ex-mother-in-law had never met a gay person in her life but mm-hmm. was like anti-gay marriage. That's like, I just want you to meet my friend, Brent. Yeah. Like that's all... Because then it's not gay marriage. is not an idea that doesn't have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's you're fucking up Brent's life. And yeah. it's not that's weed right. and Jethro Tull. It's Charlotte. That's the genius. Uh, now, I'm your CEO. <laughs> I'm saying, that's why we call it Charlotte Webb. That's, that's, that's one of the reasons that I was drawn to the product is you're like, shit. And when I gave it to my 74-year-old mother, I was like, mom, it was made for a five-year-old. You know what I mean? Like, relax. T- it's t- it's my mom's never done a drug... In- well, no. you know... In the that six years, human them.
2: connection... <laughs> that, that, that human connection to... Cannabis, that took it out of, hey man, free the weed, man, right. it's God's plant. It, <laughs> Scooch. <laughs> it, it took it out of that. I mean, we have we have collaboration going with some very powerful research, you know, institutions, and and, and they're all interested because of Charlotte. Yeah, and the Bible Belt has started to change their mind because they saw a story like Charlotte's or Charlotte's story and said, wait a minute, maybe this plant isn't all that bad. But maybe God really did make this
1: plant. Like, <laughs> well, did he make all of them? I'm pretty sure. But then, including poison oak. <laughs> Screw you! This is so mad. Um... But then, you, when you bring into the accidental deaths of prescription drugs, this is something that forget we can put Charlotte's mm-hmm. Web aside for a second. Totally, it's like all of these chemicals and weirdness. You you mentioned vitamin C earlier. Have you seen Food Matters, the documentary? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They talk about a woman with crippling depression, and they just gave her like inordinate amounts of, of vitamin C, mm-hmm. and uh, and she overcame that. And then her doctor was like, "I don't know, that's too much vitamin C." And then she made like, her incredibly gassy. I promise. You. <laughs> Do you think so? Because <laughs> that vitamin C does that. You take too much, and you're incredibly gassy. She was probably a real gas balloon, but she was like talking to people again. Mm -hmm. It's interesting to me that we really want to like I guess I've never said this before, but big pharma, the business of mm-hmm. keeping people sick and stuff—it's oh, right. not convenient to have the products. No, the, yeah. Charlotte's story
2: and, and and our story and what we're up to as a business is not convenient for that system at all. Yeah, and and there's Can we something put some very, rage
1: against the machine on it.
2: <laughs> <no>? <laughs> there's there, there there's something very different. You know, one of the one of the greatest compliments that that I've ever received on behalf of my family was I sat in a room with 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 an ex. Um, with an ex pharma exec that said, there's something really different about you guys. He had seen our business plan and, and, and we were getting to know one another. And he said, I've sat in rooms at the, at the top of high rise buildings, making decisions with boards as to how much we can get away with charging. X, Y, Z disease state for this new drug we're going to release. You guys sit in a room and say, how can we do this to where we can sustain as a business? And how many people can we help in X, Y, Z, right. Demographic, yeah. and that's you know that's the way business needs to go. And there's and, sounds and, and like there's Christian lots more Christian schools. Wait, <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs>
2: and there's a, you know there's a little bit of there's there's some bit of that. everything. I,
1: I think. think there is. So, but I mean, at the end of but the it's day, not good business to be like Jesus, we're, we're letting in refugees. Like if we're if we're being like Christ, we're letting everybody in. I don't we're like people. We, I we're think trying we're to find, find that balance. That. I, I don't want that to be true. I just feel like that's the attitude of. But I think
3: we're in a new age. I think that younger people in this day and age want to support uh organizations that are giving back and i, I think yeah. I heard you say it. you're like well that's a great marketing because then you're actually all true you're doing something good for the world but i would rather have that than people just being pure capitalists and yeah. not giving back to a cause i mean Tom shoes is an example they get a lot of flack but you know i was thing- just
1: wearing those socks the bow bow bows or something mm-hmm. like, they where also, they give socks totally to
3: and they also do
1: I mean, they drill water wells
3: in yeah. places that – I mean, so there's a lot more that you can do. Like, we're not that company that's like, for every bottle of CW, we give away a bottle to a sick kid in Africa. That, the, yeah. You know, yeah. that's not the case. But, like, doing a lot of really cool projects with hemp or with other botanicals you were talking about, like, ultimately just educating sort of – the consumers, because they, they want to be educated, but they also want to be told that story of something cool. Right. Not in the way of this is this, 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 but like...
1: But that does feel like a, a, a godsend. There does feel like kind of a a dev- uh, little bit of a divine guide here. Oh, going there on. is. is
2: it? Well, it- you know, I don't want to. I don't want to brag about this because I think it's the way that everyone should Please be. Please get into, into it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it, like this is the truth about my family. I'm. I'm. I'm really proud to be in my family, and I'm really proud of my brothers because they think this way. They're not trying to die on a big pile of cash, and so far that's not happening anyway. Um, but. It, it, we we actually genuinely love what we do. We yeah. would do it to the end, right. regardless of of whether or not we were able to build up some nice capitalist nest egg. Right, right? that's not what we're. But well, you are it. making
1: money that you can spend on research. It sounds like. absolutely. Well, that's, yeah. the like, that's the fun is thing. Is that if like, we're I mean this in the good it's way.
2: it's really going out
1: to us, right? And, and
2: that's just kind of new business too. But at the same okay. time, it's like we've had people. You know, I mean, you know competitors it's It's only competitors out there that 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 really sling the arrows, um but we've had people that are like, you know hey you know these guys are getting rich off of sick kids and blah blah blah, it's like, shit if you saw my bank account, yeah, like I do actually want to grow it a little bit because I'd like to send my kids to college and ah, as of right now yeah. there's a big red dash before my numbers yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know I, I mean even though we have a great company doing great things, the amount that we have to pump back into that machine to make it a great machine and yeah. also it, you mentioned the price. It is the lowest price for the highest <laughs> standardized product on the market. You yeah, can, yeah, yeah. You can, you can check. Well, that's the, you we know, also yeah. have an institution when people can't afford that because it's still, you know, I mean, we're trying to figure out how to bring cost of good even, even, even lower. Right. But it's it's still expensive when someone needs it every day or or needs a significant amount of it. Right. And so we have institutions to offset that, and right. that's our that's our nonprofit organization that kind of vet those. So it's a, you know. This company, I, I, I hope that the world will take a bit of an example of this. And we've been learning from some other companies like Tom's. Um, it, there are multiple bottom lines. And when you die, who gives a shit if you made you know $10 billion? Right. I, I could die tomorrow having been a part of this amazing story. Yeah. And just be like, man, I, I, I thank you for, right. giving, for giving me a purpose on this earth. And, and so that's you – know, our company is driven by those thoughts. What's our next ability to have an impact, and that's why we pump into R and D. That's why we have a nonprofit.
1: Well, that's what I was saying. If you guys, if and I mean this in the most loving way ever, like a weirdo, huge family of boys in Colorado, uh, you know, doing their own thing. And if you have – if you start getting the money that these kind of – let's paint them in a broad brush as well. You know, fat cats and just kind of evil mm-hmm. corporation people. If you get that kind of money and then you start putting it into actually backing up something that's good and natural, that, that could be pretty exciting. It, it, it's I,
2: I think that's the new way of business. I think that's what people want to invest in yeah. is, is is companies that don't have the fat cats at the top. Shareholder dividends isn't their number one purpose. Yeah, um, That's what – I'm hoping that, that the investors out there, especially in the public markets, are starting to look and say, you know, when I, when I invest in this, what am I really investing in? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, that's a shift that's not just happening with our company, but I feel like other companies are genuinely doing that. And then, mm-hmm. of course, there are the ones that are just finding a way to do it so that they can save it. It's marketable
3: for sure. And Joel's right. I mean, we've sat down as we raise money, you know, because every business has got to raise money, regardless of what your story is. You've got to yeah. raise money to for make sure. it bigger.
1: Hey. I watched you know, Shark Tank. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> I was watching. The what are your night. margins? Exactly. I was like, <laughs> let me
3: tell you something. Like, they always ask those really good questions. And they ask, the investors will ask us, well, what are you going to do with the money? And one thing Joel always brings up is, like, we're a social enterprise. So some of our money or some of our profit is going back. And we've had a lot of investors that are, like, like clicks off and they, they're That's not it. interested. yeah, yeah, in yeah. Because, you know, smart money, smart money wants a return. And they're only, it's, it's. They're only concerned with that return. Sure. Because otherwise they're not savvy investors and all this other stuff. But then we've had some that are like, It's legacy to them, right? They've made their money. It's reducing suffering. And they're just like, sure, this is great. I can get behind this type of an idea because I want to change the world. For the first 60 years of my life, all I did was make money, right? And which is This is deathbed stuff. You guys
1: are just going like, let's do the U-turn now. I know. It's like (laughs) when (laughs) you're young men instead of being like, I don't want to be be the old guy. And the yacht made of ivory going like, I should have given back. <laughs> exactly, yacht made of ivory. Yeah, I love that.
2: I, you know, I I think that the concept's going to be proven through companies like ours that you can truly, genuinely do good, not just as a marketing ploy, and actually do better than companies that weren't. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, as 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 much as we want to change perception around cannabis, around plant-based medicine in general, and lots of things that that we're passionate about that's definitely one of them is mm. how people do business.
1: You know what's funny it remind you, are you guys familiar with DMSO? Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I remember on 60 minutes it's a 60 minutes in like the 70s and DMSO never really took off. And one of the problems that the the, the main proponent or advocate for DMSO said was, he said the problem, we, the mistake we made was we claimed that it did everything. Mm-hmm. And they were like, because they, they were like, it's an anti-inflammatory. They even were like, it cures baldness, it cures cancer, it cures all this stuff. We're so, talking about the transdermal agent, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Dimethyl, yeah. whatever. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's all yeah, DMSO. That's what we call it
1: DMSO. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's easier. That's Dimethyl why-
3: something or other.
1: Well, I, I find in doing, even doing the ads for you guys, or, you know, m- not really ads, me kind of getting the word out in my own way, I find it's like people, I even sometimes address it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I know it sounds like I'm selling snake, snake oil, oil because sure. it is oil mm-hmm. yeah. and I have a snake. <laughs> 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 no, but when you start to say like, uh, look, uh, I get emails and they're like, I, I, nothing <laughs> would fix my neck back pain and now it helps and it helps with my sleep mm-hmm. and i'm telling you it helps with anxiety and like val it's the, it's the sort of product that you will go like you leave the house and you're like shit we forgot it i have it in the door of my car yet you can drive on it. i don't know if so it's not, not
3: helping with your memory then
2: <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: uh, <laughs> actually you know what very laser <laughs> to that
2: point we have, we have we have we have two brothers that are that are down in columbia right now And they just met with had had very just just,
1: picturing them running in the jungle towards a helicopter. (laughs) Like, they, (laughs)
2: they, they they are there because um, there's this one place in Antiochia, I believe it's called that, that, that has the highest population per capita of Alzheimer's. And then secondly, Parkinson's and it's a genetic thing. Um, So it's this anomaly. It's really sad, but it also provides this, this opportunity to cut years off of research for Alzheimer's and, we, we, we sent Josh and Josh down, uh, uh, Josh and We have and John two brothers' down. names, Josh and Josh. <laughs> Josh. we running out of Jesus' names! Josh 1,
0: Josh 2, you get we
3: down sent there. sent them
2: down to say, you know, it, let's let's see if see if these researchers down there want to incorporate our, our product. And there, there's reason to believe because, you know, it's, again, U.S. government patented it as, as neuroprotectant. And they said, of course, we know what your product is and we would love to study it. And it's just kind of this open arms and so... Um, very soon, soon coming, we have we have al- we have Alzheimer's and Parkinson's research. So that memory thing may actually be something, even though we can't make that claim. But sure. Uh, yeah,
1: what were you saying? But that's, <laughs> you're you're saying it, it, there's potential for something like this to help mm-hmm. with Alzheimer's. Absolutely. But, go,
3: but going back to it, you, everybody I talk to, I'm like, you know, they're like, dude, you push CW for everything. I've got erectile dysfunction You put some cw on it
1: (laughs) you know i was like it
3: uh, it couldn't hurt
1: just the chocolate mint flavor alone is gonna (laughs) 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 increase the pleasure good to go (laughs) that
3: menthol feeling you're gonna like that
1: well what is the you said anti-inflammatory which i pretend to know what that means i don't even know most
3: actually most the reason why a lot of these things work for many different things i think humera is one of the big uh FDA-approved drugs. That's like oh, it's a drug that that was for arthritis, I believe, Mm -hmm. and it's basically an Mm anti-inflammatory. So after their ten years of marketing it just for arthritis, then all of a sudden they come out with you know also this is good for blah 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 blah. Right. Well, most of the diseases in our body are inflammation. Mm. So the fact that CBD is a very powerful anti-inflammatory is why it works for so many different things. Oh, interesting. So I mean, if it weren't uh, inflammation of your body disease specifically. And Joel's gonna chime in and say otherwise, but if you broke your Joel your fever, uh, you're not gonna take C W for it. But Joel will probably say, well actually there's research that C B. But is it'll speed the, the healing. <laughs> you know, so well, like it, that. It,
2: that inflammatory response, I mean, this has been um the autoimmune disorders it just keep expanding. And we keep throwing new ones in, you know, type two diabetes went into the auto the autoimmune, um rheumatoid arthritis, you know, and and Inflammation, I actually had a doctor explain this to me the other day. Inflammation is a great thing. You need to have inflammation. That's, that's, that's an indicator, but it also shows that your body's healing. Mm. Well, we're, we're in this age where that's out of balance and it's overhealing itself, right? Um, and so it's kind of attacking itself. Mm. And so there's all these disorders that we're finding out have to do with that. Mm. And um, so anything that's anti-inflammatory can, can – have a great effect potentially on many of these different disease states. And right. that's, and you know, I, I can't stand feeling like, you know, a snake oil salesman by saying, oh, it'll help with this. It'll help with this. It'll help with this. Um, first off, I don't really do that. I actually let you do that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> The fact of the matter is, is when you're when you're taking things like um, you know, let's use uh, turmeric for example. You know, powerful anti-inflammatory. Sure. That's something that if someone has lupus, if someone has you know, and I can say this because I don't sell it, but it, but if someone has an autoimmune disorder or anything with inflammation, why not be taking um, something like turmeric?
1: Yeah, you know. It, you know, speaking of Shark Tank, though, people do get. It's I believe it's Mark Cuban is the one that if you say it helps cancer, he's like I'm out. Mm-hmm. He's like I just can't. You you you're making money off of sick people. And you're selling them hope. Obviously, I don't think that's what you're doing. Have you run into people that are like, fuck off. We're yeah, making- for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and,
3: I mean, you run into people like that all the time. I mean, hey, a, fuck off! A friend, of my, a friend of mine calls these people that are against everything. He calls them cave people, citizens against virtually everything. <laughs> and we have, we have a ton of these people that are like, they'll call our, our you know information line. And they are like, you know, these brothers, let me tell you something. They're riding around in Escalades. Each one of them's got a million dollars in the bank. And it's off of Sick Kids. And my mom, who actually takes calls on the information line, is like, really, that's interesting. They're not sharing it with me. So like none
2: of it's true, but it's
1: you have it's your just mom doing it in the call center. She wants just to send do it. it to the mom. Just well, send it to mom. That's great. You know, we were we were both I'm so touched by the closeness of your family, I just have to say. My dad called them. me Paul last week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At least your dad called you. Uh,
1: why'd I go with dad? Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I, I forgot what I was going to say because that was too funny. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, you were talking about your mom taking calls yeah, the so idea. I mean, But
2: going back to that family the, and the, the cave
1: people.
3: We do everything together, though. Like, I mean, that's the honest-to-God truth. I'm lucky enough that, you know, I was amongst five straight boys, and then the older brother, we're all close. I mean, we do everything together. I mean, we get into it, but most of us just went down to Mexico and and did a DMT ayahuasca ceremony. You did? Ceremony. And so, like... We do a lot okay. of things together. We do.
1: Stop the presses. <laughs> we do a lot of things together. One time together. my brother no, and I went this. to a movie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you guys went to Mexico and. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at my pronunciation of Mexico. You went to Mexico for uh, ayahuasca. Yeah. For the slow burn DMT experience. Well, we did, we did five in the LA you We're big LA on plant based medicine. Obviously. I was just going to say, well, I'm so glad you. Because you, when I was talking to Hillary about having you on, we mm-hmm. love talking about psychedelics. Mm-hmm. I was really struck the first time I took mushrooms. First of all, it absolutely changed my life, like everybody says. Mm-hmm. But I also was like, oh, just like with CW, one of the things I always say when I'm talking about it is, it makes me drink less. Is I'm looking for this state, mm-hmm. but it's not in cigarettes. It's not in alcohol. It's not even in espresso necessarily. When I took mushrooms, I was like, oh, it was this. And then I stopped drinking for a month. Yep. Then you read about, like in Alcoholics Anonymous, Bill Bill W. I believe, <laughs> he was like, we need to get people taking mushrooms mm-hmm. to get them off of alcohol because people are having these huge epiphanies. Mm-hmm. Then you read about studies about people that are dying that are given mushrooms and it helps them cope with the idea that they're leaving their bodies. That's mm-hmm. the Johns
2: Hopkins studies. Those Is that are, right? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant studies. Talk about
1: anxiety reduction. Mm-hmm. When, when you're uh, tripping a good trip in a, in a good situation that, that you, uh, with people you love and you, and you take a, a good dose for you, you're just like... You zoom out on your whole life and you go like, "What was I so worked up about?" Everything is, is all is all is well. All is but well. Everything is, is exactly except for the that way clown in the corner.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's doing here. No, those experiences are so <laughs> profound. But then there's also there's also the uh, microdosing and, and there's some studies going on for, for psilocybin, for ibogaine, for even LSD. Um, you know, I took
1: a microdose of LSD once and I was just like, oh, okay. Like, I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, it was like not, I wasn't high. It's, a, it's but a, I was like, my heart felt a, open. I was, it's, a,
2: it's a potentially very valuable tool yeah. that we're supposed to be learning how to use that we prohibited all these years. So yeah. we just don't understand what, 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 from a data standpoint. And that's what the medical community will always say is we don't have enough data. Yeah. And it's like, well, do you have enough data on those drugs that are killing 19 people a minute right yeah, now? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it,
1: no, so We're really that, in the hippie zone now, and I love it. I that, was just at that, Facebook. That research and search is coming, though. I was walking around Facebook. We were at the Facebook offices, and just kind of has a half joke, I kept going, Who's microdosing? Who's microdosing? <laughs> I know some of you are Are you guys microdosing? Yeah. Every day? Yeah, well, right now we're I, de- microdosing psilocybin. You're building those connections between... It's
2: strategic, it, you know... It
1: Tell isn't, me everything!
2: <laughs> it, isn't, it isn't something necessarily that you, that you do every day, um, and each person kind of has to learn. It's, it's, it's the same with any type of medication, any plant medication or supplements. You learn your own body and how to do it. Um, and I would say that this is probably one of the more powerful tools that I've ever run into. Is, microdosing, yeah. Mm-hmm. As 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 far as just giving yourself an edge, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of the same thing with with Charlotte's Web. You're kind of microdosing cannabis in a way.
1: Well, I've noticed that my tolerance for weed has gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Because I take CW every. Well, because you're working out those cannabinoid receptors. Exactly. It's not just
3: CBD. It's just you're working out a system in your body that is one of the largest systems that we just found out 20 years. <laughs> ago. Yeah. And wow. it's like, but even still, the research isn't being done on it. This isn't taught in in medical books for sure, right? And most people want to know when they take something. If I tell somebody, dude, you're dealing with anxiety, you ought to you ought to try uh, microdosing psilocybin or LSD. They're gonna look at me and be like,
1: Yeah.
2: That's why I was surprised that this actually came out here. But, um,
1: no, I love it. This you is the safest place to talk about this ever. You know, well, let's get... To, I like he to, to say start weird. We start to sound weird. But talk about your... Like, the people that microdose, uh, psilocybin or LSD, talk about... Because they put people in MRIs, and they mm-hmm. see that there are these connections between parts of your brain that never talk to each other. Yep. So suddenly there's this, like highway in between those two things and that's why one of the reasons why you have that feeling of oneness and all that stuff and epiphanies and, and breakthroughs about your life well pete mm-hmm.
3: you were talking about addiction another thing it does is we we all grow up and sometimes we, it's P, that ptsd thing right like you hardwire things in your brain you create highways of only one type of thinking. So, if, for instance, for uh, PTSD and veterans, you hear a loud
1: bang, boom, you're right back into the war. Right, right.
3: right. And football players
1: now with the smashing all that thing. Or even in a smaller way, I hear people arguing, and it takes me back to my childhood. There you go. You know, like, ah, I'm not you're safe sure. and I'm small. Or if I
3: hear somebody say, "You dumb shit," I'm like, "Dad," <laughs> 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 and like it's like, "Come on, son, pull your head out of your ass." You're just like, "What?" <laughs> yes, but it's I will. fading in volume
1: because it's leaving. Exactly. <laughs> oh God, I just. <laughs> I just that got of your dad. leave. It sounds like this. <laughs> Pull your head out
3: here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's so good. But- <laughs> you're, you're separating those bad bridges yeah. and creating healthier ones. Because, because you're talking. You're wrong.
1: already doing it. Mm-hmm. Now I'm getting all excited. You're already building these bridges, but you're mm-hmm. building maybe unhealthy like, ones. It's yep. like 100 totally. You
2: know, I mean, one, you know. Not microdosing, but actually going through a full ceremony and purposefully putting yourself in something that's intense. It's not fun. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. It's not
1: a can when of have, Coke. <laughs> yeah. When
2: you, a, when you have a serious ayahuasca ceremony or psilocybin ceremony, this is not to do for fun. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, like and, and that's why people get turned off. They do it in strobe lights and parties and things. Sure. It's not what it was made for. It was actually made to fix you. And, it's, mm-hmm. and sometimes, if you do it right, you have... What what could feel like you know a hundred years of solid meditation and really yeah. making yourself better in well Tim, two hours? Tim it's Leary like-
1: said his first psilocybin experience. He learned more. He was a psychologist, obviously, and he said he learned more about the human brain in five hours than yeah. he had learned in fifteen years, and it's one of those things where if you haven't done it you don't even know what he's talking about I've never taken a high dose so I've never been in like a full other world environment but I kind of know what they're talking about you're having these epiphanies
3: I've been yeah I've been that way because I did the the 5-MeO-DMT or you know I met the
1: Dimethyl tryptamine, because it sounds like Which it's to make you exactly sleep why we call even. it again DMT. DMT.
3: <laughs> and we're down there, and we got this shaman there, and his wife's this Mayan, you know, gal is amazing. They're dancing around, and you got the noises like wah wah wah, 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 wah yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. and you're like, I probably just put somebody into a really bad trip. Wah uh, <laughs> <laughs> wah 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 wah. Well, she's just like, oh my god, but yeah, you have this going on, and then you smoke, and immediately like. You, A lot of drugs, like, you know, they come on, like psilocybin, and they come on slow, and you kind of start to freak out. And you're you're like, I'm not in control. Right. But this... There's none of that. You don't have time for it. This because, is this is DMT. you're jumping on the highway. Yeah, the highway. The car is coming and it's taking you. Yeah, and you're slung shot out. You, into you're, the you're not. They this say it's like sky you, Yes, yeah. this is not something you can control. So just you let it go, and it lasts for five ten minutes max.
1: Yeah, but I. They call it the businessman special. So there you go. <laughs> like, like, I personally, I can't go to
3: Bonnaroo. I, I personally got amazing. I tell mean, me like, everything me. you remember. If so, you don't like, mind. I started. I just couldn't be more. We're interested. in the middle of the jungle, right? <laughs> so we're in the jungle. There's a we did this sweat lodge, which was really great with nine men. Um, we're in this sweat lodge for an hour, steaming and, some dogs and just like opening our bodies to, to receive the, the toad to get a good sweat call. going. Well, it, like when you sweat, you basically open up all your pores and soften your body so that the toad can overtake you, is what the shaman wait.
1: Would call. Are you really taking a toad? Yeah, so it's a toad. It's an it's excretion a gland, from a toad, yeah. Uh, and then you dry oh. it and then you smoke
2: it. Most powerful DMT, most
1: yeah. powerful toad- on the
2: planet, gets squeezed out of a toad. The toad's yeah, no, in the uh, unharmed. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. It gets yeah. squeezed out of a toad yeah. and then yeah. you smoke don't, it. Don't worry, people aren't harvesting toads. You milk a toad? <laughs> yeah,
3: you milk a toad. Wow. That's, that's I great. got, I, I got uh, nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, But you're there and you, you get out and then... This process goes through,
1: still enjoying this, it.
3: This process goes through, and you're watching the shaman, and he's going through with the eagle, you know, feathers and wiping you off, and actually kind of working through the dark energy, right? And I remember getting up there, watch, I was the last person, which is weird because I, was, I volunteered to go first, yeah. And he's like, No, no, the toad has not picked you, the toad has picked him. So then he goes around. And I'm just like, damn it! The first, she'll be last. <laughs> so I get up there, and the sun's like over here to the right, and I'm standing up. He's kind of supporting me because I'm about to lose lose everything. So I smoke it, and immediately I start immediately one hit,
1: one hit. Because synthetic, I guess it's synthetic DMT that you have to hit like yes, three. No, this times.
3: is this. You can this only take one hit with the toad. And as soon as it hits you, you start to <laughs> you kind of start to float, and all of a sudden the sun up to my right is right in front of my face and i do like the star trek thing where it's like hyperdrive <laughs> <laughs> and the, the next thing i the next thing i know i'm opening my eyes and all everything is greener it's just we're already in the jungle yeah. everything already is green yeah. we're not in a desert but everything like i can see better i can notice certain things and what happened for me just to be really personal is like i'm you know a big guy like you and i don't cry a lot i don't let my emotions get yeah. out so i had this like just this dam full of of tears from childhood shit, like we mm. were talking about it. Mm-hmm. You've been generally prodding at it with my dad leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this emotion, and then all of a sudden I wake up and it's pouring out of me. And there's nothing healthier than, than yeah, crying, yeah, right? Yeah. But, but like pouring out of me, and I remember just this being telling me, like, dude, these tears are for your brothers. They're for people that don't cry. Like, let it go. Oh,
0: wow. And
3: since then, I'm I just. My outlook on life and and what I was downloaded, as I like to call it, kind of like an alien invasion in my body, but has just been so calming, like anxiety gone about certain things where normally I'd be like, fuck, the whole
2: world's ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can attest to this as his brother before and after this particular experience. I can attest to it. He's different, better. Um, wow. and, and you can tell that he took a major step in the um, in the process of becoming. A, he just came, mm. you know stepped into who he is wow. even more, and and it, it, it was obvious for all the times that I've seen you or you've seen me walk down the aisle to rededicate our life. Um, <laughs> for sure, yes, come like on that. down,
1: you and your wife. <laughs>
3: No, we're talking about coming down to rededicate yourself for baptism. You know, yeah. how many of you Christians
1: oh. out there altar? Call, oh, I can relate to that. Yep. Altar call. I, I never, went down like fifteen. Yep. Times I a
2: never week. didn't go up for the altar. <laughs> go call. do sure, the toad, really. and you will actually be different on the other side of it. Is yeah. the thing like it's you
1: a, won't feel the need to continue yeah. to continually reaffirm your faith with a guy.
3: Well, well a, a, yeah, a guy, let alone we always call it a guy. That's so oh, good. I love that. Because we grew up super Christian. I mean, I remember Joel was, you know, preaching to me about all this stuff. And Joel, actually, interestingly enough. I, I used
2: to be very dogmatic. Big and on yeah, it, big. That. Oh, yeah. Literal And then, fundamentalist I, and kind then of stuff. I
3: was on it. And then all of a sudden, like, something flipped. And it wasn't, I didn't do psilocybin or anything like that. It just one day, I was like... I'm going to stop believing that that God got two of every animal on a big ship and got them to fuck. I'm going to stop (laughs) stop believing that today. Or I'm going to stop believing... You remember? You remember that moment? I remember. I remember, like... I don't believe that somebody got swallowed by a well and lived in there for three days. But I there do are... believe
1: that this toad has a gland. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but that's, that's like, that's like yeah. real to me. That's a right? real experience. So like, for me, it's like, I've always wanted God or, or well, you stopped whatever. worshiping
1: someone else's spiritual experience. Atomic, and, you went out and I wanted own. it
3: real. And I, whenever I would pray, it would be like, you know, I was getting to that point where it's like, well, if you want this to be real, I need you to be tangible. Like, the way you were for Moses like just show me a burning bush yeah know? show yeah, yeah, me yeah. show me the hell I'll take the Red Sea
1: party and you and I probably the three of us probably grew up in a way where it was like a faithless generation asks mm-hmm. for a sign so we're like oh life is totally. dull nothing's gonna happen to mm-hmm. us and and we just have to continue to imagine what it must have been like for Moses what mm-hmm. it must have been like for the disciples or Christ or Peter walking on water then you take mushrooms and I just had uh, Reza the guy who wrote the book Zealot Mm -hmm. And he was like, all of religion goes back to people eating psychedelics. This is like a religious studies major from Harvard University goes, we know with great probability it goes back. And I was like, you mean meditating and fasting. He's like, no, tripping balls, tripping.
3: (laughs) 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 actually, Actually, the story of Jesus came from somebody tripping balls. Yeah, I got one for you guys. This is real good. What is this? This guy comes out of a a virgin, (laughs) right? And people, he's going to go around, he's going to be born in a manger, you know? So, I mean, it's it's all this stuff that we grew
1: up, and I'm not going to say that it's false. Yeah, but they're all stories that help us understand some of the states you've been in. Totally. They give us a glimpse of, you tell me that story. That's what's so beautiful about it, is it happened to you. Yeah. And that's the calling. That's the second conversion that I've been so interested in.
2: And that's in. that's relationship with your universe rather than, than being passed down this collection of books and they say this is the only word of God. Yeah. And I I was even told What fun is that?
1: Oh, oh <laughs> no, right? it's over. Divine inspiration's over. <laughs> yeah. God yeah. like the DMV closed the that's, window. That's, He's that's like, what I, I, was I said everything I had to say to Moses. <laughs> that's exactly
2: right. Isn't I've that, been told that I was told that. Depending too. on which you know. denomination you're in, they'll say they'll say things. Like, um, um, well, um, there's no more specific revelation. That's right. After the book Revelations and and John, Mm -hmm. um, there's no more specific revelation. Only general revelation, and here it is. And I'm like, so I'm supposed to know God through. Something that's 2,000 fucking years old.
1: Yeah. Other uh, people's experience. And a completely different worldview, by yeah. the way, that you can't even relate to. And these the, guys, it's like when I say Harry Potter, you lose some people mm-hmm. like in certain countries or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like these guys are saying uh, mm-hmm. uh, Harry Potter every three minutes. And yep. you're supposed to just be like, I know what he means. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like, but
3: you have this thing. And the, that epiphany for me also is like this. All right. The Bible's 2,000 years old. I grew up thinking it's infallible. God bra- God breathed. God inspired all this stuff. And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, men change everything. I mean, outside, the, the roads are changing every day. We change everything. Yep. I mean, I went to college and I'm pretty sure I had a history book that was on its 20th edition so they right. could charge $280 for right. it. Uh, Civil
1: War was 392 days
3: (laughs) for that battle. (laughs) Exactly. So you have this, and it's like, wait, you mean to tell me that this book hasn't changed at all? Yeah. God used his powers to keep a book the same, but yet he won't use his powers to protect these children in Africa? Or to come have have with me.
2: Or to come have coffee with me. It's like, all right, so he can preserve this just so you, Mr. Pastor. It's crazy. And an institution can tell me that I must have faith that this is the only word oh, of God. Ye yeah. But God can do faith. that, but he can't come and have fucking coffee with me. Yeah. Fuck that.
1: Well, talk about the Avid Brothers, My God and I Don't Need a Middleman. Yep. It's, it's one of my go. favorite songs. And mm-hmm. I was like, that felt like heresy as a child. It felt like being selfish. Again, a faithless generation well, we asked for a was, yeah. yeah, you go like, well, that's not for you mm-hmm. to have. And I, it doesn't have to be drugs, by the way. Uh, Science Mike McArgrew, I hope I'm saying that correctly, came on and talked about a revelation he had when the ocean came and touched his feet. It was like this very chilling you know, thing. Music. Talk about DMT being in our bodies. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah, but yeah DMT. Music, music is something
3: that is, is like... People have spiritual awakenings for music all the time. Why do you think there's so many hippies? Because the Grateful Dead were fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, why do you think Pink you Floyd sound. is so big? Because, like... They're turning things on in people,
2: yeah. Like it's literally a light switch because they're that good. Because like, there's
1: nothing. They're almost creatures father- without knowing it. Exactly. It's,
2: it's it's kind of odd, but but music has that power. And
1: my dad cries at the music in church. And my dad, I don't mean any offense by this. He's not like a scholarly Bible guy. Mm-hmm. Yet when you play certain songs, they could not not even in English. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, this like very tough working-class guy from Boston, is mm-hmm. crying. And that's the whole fucking point. It could be a story about a virgin birth and a manger. Mm-hmm. It could be a song. And it's like, we want to bring it into the world of it reason, but really there's yeah. these unreasonable yeah. things that mm-hmm. are playing at us. The oh.
2: psychedelics are just tools. They're not absolutely necessary. I would I would never say that they're absolutely necessary. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm I'm very thankful for them, and I think we need to find out more about them. I but, completely agree. But... What's happening with these experiences, so let's use psilocybin because everyone kind of knows that DMTs are already in your body. Well, psilocybin breaks down into psilocin. This is a molecule that looks almost the exact same as serotonin, and serotonin is a DMT molecule. The last three letters of your serotonin molecule are DMT. Oh,
1: Jesus. (laughs) Someone listening right now is like, (laughs) (laughs) These
2: These are, you know, those, those chemicals and compounds are already found in us. And it's the same yeah. thing with cannabis. We have an endocannabinoid system. Only two things on the planet make cannabinoids that we know of, the cannabis plant and our bodies, yeah. mammals. wow. And so, you so know, why do we these have aren't have like those these why crazy do we toxic drugs yeah. we're talking about. I mean, psilocybin is less toxic than aspirin. Yeah. Like. It, this, this isn't crazy toxic stuff. This is stuff that we either evolved alongside or was created for us, yeah. and it jives with our body lock and key. And, and this go- is
3: where we go from Pete Holmes to Joe Rogan, and we start talking about <laughs> conspiracy and why the government has kind of turned this off. And that yeah, we got the be government careful. give
1: up all this stuff. Well, it's and, not good business to have something that's so helpful. Oh, well, if right? you're
3: if you're healthy, then people aren't return customers, right? Right. So, I mean, you want to be treating a disease, not curing it in right. general. And and healthy people, I mean. I don't want to live in a in a fascist society where you tell people you know you can't do this this and this. But I mean, you can go down the street and buy something that's going to give you a disease if you eat it every day, right? Like, and that's a, that's I think that's on purpose. That's, that's not conspiracy. That's right. on purpose.
1: That's capitalism. Well, that's right? why I think it's funny when you have like pregnant women saying off of sushi. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's just one thing that we've culturally accepted no. as like if you eat too much of that, you're going to get mercury. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. But instead, we're ordering the nachos or whatever the fuck. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what, what the fuck is in this <laughs> yeah. shit? Well, look at our like- whole,
2: whole advertising system here. You have a Pfizer commercial um, for a drug to lower... Um, lower cholesterol then you have a then you have a McDonald's commercial right then you have a Bud Light commercial then you have another it's like
1: having a drunk parent then you have another drug (laughs) company then you have another drug company I
2: I mean you can see it literally in 45 seconds watching TV watching commercials the the, the cycle that they're taking you through right Mm -hmm. of
1: course and guy, what was your DMT experience
2: um. So I wasn't on that one. Regretfully,
3: he last minute had to had to turn around. But he's tried it before. But just not, it, the, my,
1: not the,
2: I, I to the tone. Not the tone. I'm still waiting on this I'm I'm super excited about it. But at the same time, these are very structured, right? Yeah. So I mean, even psilocybin, it's is not something that I'm just going to go do because hey, I'm just going to do this. It's a very structured thing that and 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 people should take these things seriously for cause sure because they, they're not toys. But, well, to but that, my life changing really sure. comes from psilocybin for the. For the most part,
1: okay. And what was what was the one thing? So the first trip or the one trip that you it were was? Like, oh, this is the one. It
2: was the first one, and it it happened on accident. So as much as I say, don't do it like this. This is how it was introduced to me. I, Buddy, I was young. I took
1: it for the first time at Bonnaroo. I, something I would never do again. Thousands of strangers around me, and I ate a chocolate, and then they all started morphing into those like kind of weird fate like faces i was like these look like blacklight posters and i was like oh it's working and then then i was like i gotta get to a tree i need a tree (laughs) so i would never do that again but i'm the same way
2: mine was not as not as bad as bonnaroo but a ton of people around that had i known what it was um i i would have definitely done it differently but that first time it was like You know, I was merely doing it because they told me not to, Mm -hmm. right? And that's Mm -hmm. it. And and this was going to be fun, right? Well, it was anything but fun. It was super intense, but it was also super revealing. Like Jesse, I actually cried. I forgave myself, forgave my dad, you know. Mm. And, and, you know, you kind of get this moment in your peak in which you're you're egoless for like two hours. Yeah, Mm-hmm. And once you break through and you kind of shed and you and you've really hit the reset button, you start to remember kind of why you're here, and all of that is kind of wordless, which mm-hmm. is another you know that's 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 kind of uh, inconvenient for those of us that want to explain it to the right, world. Right, 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 right. Is that it's understanding and
1: it's and it's kind of wordless. It's kind of like downloads, right. And, but that's what's beautiful is everything is one-click Amazon Primeable, and then you have this thing, and you're like, no, nah, you, you, you got it. But it's great it, that so. you tried
3: it because people said not to. It's like that's the human nature, right? We we walk down the street, and it's late at night, and you look down an alley, and it's dark, and there is no way in fuck you're going down that alley. But if it says do not enter, you're like, maybe I should. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> that's, that's what we do. It's like, fuck it, I'm going to give it a yeah, roll. Yeah, the
1: explorer. Well, th- That's the original
2: story, right? Um, that tree in the middle of the garden, you shout. Shall- not eat for the day you do you shall surely die sure, like that's, that's the original <laughs> right, you know, right, how right. we supposedly got into that's this how,
1: that's how God was deal- and I feel
2: like dealing Adam, apples
3: <laughs> I, feel, I feel like Adam was licking the apple at first he's like yeah, yeah. nothing
1: yeah <laughs> that's funny <laughs> Boom. That's Immediately he so noticed funny. that he was
3: naked.
2: And was
1: like. Well, you've heard the, the theory that uh, psilocybin came, because there's nothing like it on the planet. It must have come on like an asteroid or something. Have you except, ever heard that?
2: Except what your brain makes. Serotonin.
1: That's so Almost funny. Almost the exact That's same molecule. The, I love that, that. I've never heard that before. So what happened? Like, how did it come on? And, and was it like a full, did you take a lot where you were like really seeing things? Or was it this well, reality but smudged?
2: Well, um, it was a little bit of both. It was... It was enough to take me out for probably about thirty minutes, but it, the first part of it, while well, I was kind of on my way up, and you know, keep in mind, I, I'm you know, high schooler, like, uh, and at the time, I'm I'm listening to pop culture, country music, things that I don't listen to now, but s- someone put in "Dark Side of the Moon," yeah, right, and and a lot of people have this story, and so the first thing that actually changed for me was my entire music taste, ha! But dark side he went of the
3: listening to the most bullshit country I'm talking like that the country music that was only about love and like we <laughs> would like it, he would play it all the time and you're just like embarrassed what?
2: yeah for well, your
3: I'm, brother I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm blaring yeah. not Toby Keith thankfully but blaring like
2: all right all right let's 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 be nice Tim McGraw, let's be nice to the radio friendly artists out there
1: but, <laughs> radio friendly but, sorry but, sorry. i love but, all
2: those people but nevertheless it so that was the
1: first thing that i actually changed was just Could someone just put entire, on pink floyd that's right This music that makes no sense to me until you have experiences like this
2: I, that was kind of the way it was but then so i get up and go outside and, and and this was probably about the peak and that's when i had an experience that to be honest i i as as much as i Probably could put some words to it. I I almost feel like I shouldn't,
1: because it'll then you'll change your your the way you remember it. You'll remember your story. Well, one people
2: will think I'm crazy. Oh. Um, and two, I feel like it's you know trying to share with people what what people need to experience of the universe for themselves. Right. Yeah. right, that's
3: your experience. Well, you can explain it as your experience, and some people have that similar thing. Not everybody does. Not everybody out there. If you want to try DMT, not everybody's going to be like me. Like my brother Josh, he did it, and it was opposite. Opposite. He yeah, could not did. stop laughing. Oh, that. I'm crying, and he can't stop laughing. Yeah, like, it was to the point where it's like. You know, you as a comedian, you've ever been up there, and there's a guy that won't shut the fuck up, so you can get <laughs> to <onto> the next <laughs> joke. Like that, we're all just looking at him, like, dude, like it's kind of got, kinda got uh, annoying. Oh, no. uh, it's Like, dude, stop laughing, man. It's that's like, hilarious.
2: The laughing, the laughing but trip is is one of the best because because you actually get to zoom off the world for a minute mm-hmm. and see all the stupid shit we're doing, which is what yeah. comedy is anyway. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, calling out the dumb shit we're doing, yeah. you know. And but you it's zoom trying out, to zoom out, yeah, mm-hmm. and you laugh even at like like you. You get to watch a part of your life in which you were taking something so seriously. Yeah. And you're laughing at yourself right. for taking something so damn seriously. That's
1: what it is. Why so serious? And you
2: just yeah. can't stop laughing uh, at, at, at our whole situation. There's
1: another Batman reference that I actually think applies to psychedelics and the Joker in general. Is He goes, look at you go. When Batman is mm-hmm. punching him, he goes, look at you go. you go.
3: Yeah, for sure. And it's like,
1: that's the feeling. Mm-hmm. When you're tripping, is it's like, look at you go with your job and your car, and you have the green money like, I love that represents it that gold that. over there, and he's laughing. I love at it. it. I know he's evil, but-
3: I love it that you say it because there's also he's like, you know, you're like a, human beings are schemers, right? They, right. Like if you, caught I'm like a dog that's chasing a car. If I caught it, I wouldn't know what to do with it. Right. But it's like now that you mentioned that, it's like, man, part of me wants to watch that on. Shrooms with the other people. like, <laughs> fuck
1: that. <laughs> well, Batman is trying very hard to say there are rules. There is right and mm-hmm. wrong. And mushrooms, some of the more challenging things that happen when you're in that place is you see all of it as as good. Everything mm-hmm. belongs. Like, you see, like, the death, and you're like, of course death. What else yeah. but death? Yeah. Yep. And that's kind of, you know, the Joker is an exaggeration of that mm-hmm. idea. He's a murderer. Well, but-
2: the... The acceptance of your experience, yeah, as something that that potentially—and I—I I say potentially for people that don't believe this—but your experience, you start to understand it as something that is actually genuinely a beautiful tapestry or orchestra. That's right. And, and I mean, this story, our our story, I—I I, I have to tell you, there's something divine happening there. That it, 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 the things that lined up for us this last several years to see what's happening in the cannabis movement, in Charlotte's life, and many others. Was just it was it was too perfect, but a lot of it was really hard and would have been labeled at the moment by me as bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there it was. It was all part of the path. But do you feel when you guys find your authentic calling? I, I certainly have in my own experience. It's like, oh, this this is uh, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, and, and then doors start to like open. And so I, yeah, I feel like I we've think, been living in that. I right? Think, I Not think that happens, that, that's why. Though, I, but it doesn't
2: make it on easy. accident. Not because we're make some easy amazing easy at guru. All. It's like yeah. it, you know, that's kind of happened. We're like, we kind of stumbled into that. Yeah. Um, and we just keep kind of stumbling through. But. And right. now it's like, you still, I mean, we hit
3: the wall every day. You know, people think, you know, uber successful. You guys got this great product. A lot of people are taking it. You're on the Pete Holmes podcast, yeah, for God's sakes, it, right? I mean, yeah, oh, come on. How's right it getting uh, bigger than that? <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're doing... Uh, Joe Rogan is how it gets bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, we'd love to come on your show next week. <laughs>
1: how dare you? It took me a while to get on his show. I, I gave him some. You, hey, you thank you, you for doing that. that. Yeah, yeah, That was cool. so awesome. And he... he he was aware. Of, he wasn't aware of you guys, but he was aware of CBD. Of he's course. yeah. He's he's
3: aware of the the He's big into that world. Yeah. But like even for us, like we still hit the wall. I mean, we're going to fight the FDA. We're going to fight the DEA right. on a lot of these things. And it's not. I don't mean f- fight in the sense of lawsuits and things like that. We mean it more on the education side because sure. it started when you know we're Jolts calling up and like, hey, you guys want to get into the marijuana business? I'm like. What? <laughs> Let me hang up and you call me back and say that again, and you know then it, soon we're all you get like, your mind right. <laughs> <laughs> call me back. I'm gonna call mom, dude. Like it's cra- I'm then conferencing, then, mom. Next thing you know, we're. You know, living in grows because you can't afford, you put all your money into the grow and downstairs you got all these plants. A grows is your farm. Yeah. Well, no, this is back whenever it was done in houses because it oh. wasn't technical. It was ambiguous as
2: to its legality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You so, couldn't just start with this big grow back no. then. Back yeah, yeah, when we yeah, started, yeah. I mean, people were still getting raided and hauled <laughs> off and, and all this stuff. You know? So
3: we're growing in these basements and like to the point that talk about PTSD, man, when someone was banging on the door and it was the pizza man or something yeah you were like holy shit you're looking out crawling up to the window see if it's the DA. oh my god and now you know it's weird to finally get past it when someone bangs on my door i'm like that's probably just pizza man
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that that's the product probably working so what is microdosing doing for you do you
2: notice it um, you know, the, the point of microdosing would be to keep it sub perceptual mm-hmm. and to just give yourself a bit sub-perceptual, of that edge. I yeah. love it. So but it's
1: mostly internal. It's in your brain. Totally. You're, you're thinking a little calmer, more clear, but it's not like the, the steering wheel of your car is going to turn into a snake. Yeah, I, no, feel like at at sh-
3: I feel like sharper, like you're not, your face isn't moving too much. His over there is moving a lot, but
1: Aristotle, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but no, d- that way it's like, it's totally, it's it takes the edge off. I get that way sure. from pot. It- I don't particularly I, I actually smoked the other night for the first time in seems like forever and we went to some i was in town a couple of days before this we went to some casino i don't know and i was walking around like incredibly uncomfortable because i was
1: high i, I was high
3: exactly <laughs> for sure i'm like do other people know i'm high yeah like do i walk around it's just like this cloud that says this guy's fucking stoned right like that's what i felt like but then after a while you're like who gives a shit and yeah. then you but even me as like this, you know, quote unquote, like king of pot or one of the brothers from Colorado and all that type of stuff, like I still get weirded out whenever I smoke pot. Right. And it's why I don't do it all the time. It's not, right. doesn't mean that I'm against it or that I don't, you know, want to use it. It's just for me, it might not be for me.
1: Right. And so the microdosing, if it's not moving our faces, what, what does it do for your brain and your mood and your and your creativity or whatever? Well, whatever part you of that,
2: you know, you know, part of that I would say we don't know because we prohibited not just possession, but we prohibited research, right? Right. Um, so that's prohibition in general. I mean, that blanket prohibition, that's mm-hmm. bad. Everybody listening, that's terrible. We shouldn't be doing this. We need to change this because that also prohibits the research and the ability for us to bring a, a great Ph.D. in that explains yeah. the pharmacokinetics and pharmacodynamics. <laughs> Imagine a of, bottle of
1: psilocybin on the shelf, and you're just like, okay.
2: I can, though. There's
1: places that do. There's places that do. Yeah. And, and well, I know if you go to, like— uh, There
2: are people that, that, that microdose for migraines, and the anecdotal reporting on that is yeah. just phenomenal.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you look at, you know— um, That's what this podcast should be called, by the way, anecdotal reporting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an anecdotal reporter, Pete Holmes. <laughs> I like that. I, because good. I like it. I like telling stories about what things that's, do for me. That's that's
2: that's how we build medicines, yeah. is that real People out there, not, not not big companies that are making money on death, yeah. but real people trying to fix themselves and fix others. Right, um, they accumulate some level of anecdotal evidence for something, and, yeah. so, and it's not always um, a substance or a food or a vitamin. Um, sometimes it's a, it's a type of diet or a type of exercise, and they get this right. anecdotal evidence that finally. Um, Our our society starts to look at researchers want, companies want, businesses want. And that's what happened with CBD is it came from this, you know, cute anecdotal evidence of Charlotte. Yeah. um, And then it's, you know, now ballooned into thousands of people using this successfully. But
3: I I don't think that this is – I don't think that this has been repeated. That's the thing that's amazing. This is the first time. Like if this plant were found in the Amazon, there would be a land rush for it because yeah. of what it does for you like i don't know if this has ever been done before where something that has been demonized for all this time all of a sudden now people are like
1: well maybe we should take a look at that right like and you talked about that studied
2: s- for epilepsy in the
1: 70s yeah we just didn't you know no one knew about well it. how did you find this strain that was kind of a part of the story that was just a bullet point
3: yeah so uh, Charlotte web specifically the the product comes from a couple different phenotypes. Phenotype, um, I think we have two that go into the Charlotte Web product. But there are a lot of really great hemp products, hemp strains out there that are mm-hmm. growing in the middle of fields in Nebraska, Iowa. I mean, you have to real hemp was mandated that you had to grow during World War II. Mm. So there's all kinds of strains out there around the world. They never get you high. But what we did is we found one that was Fairly high in CBD already, and then just do asexual breeding, introducing it to hemp and coming up with something.
2: Charlotte's Web, the the, (laughs) the genetics for the Charlotte's Web product, um, which which will never change. That's one thing that the industry's got to figure out is when you're using a plant um, with a specific profile and you label it, anything you should use that same plant every time because when it works for someone they need to be able to go back sure, to it standardization. And, but the industry just kind of you know just rotates through and all cannabis is cannabis is cannabis which right. just isn't the case but the genetics for charlotte's web Canada really case. come from the same plant. wild hemp yeah feral hemp wow. growing in the u.s that's what we were collecting to find our cbd because it, within medical marijuana um, anything that wasn't THC was bred out.
1: Wow, you guys over are, the last several years, you guys are weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know, totally, it is weird. It is weird. No, I love it. I mean, yeah. you know, the, we've and none of us,
3: are, none of us are botanists. None of us are chemists. You know, now we have like, them working for us, which yeah, is cool. For sure. yeah. yeah, you know, and they have to change their name to name. <laughs> well, everybody, yeah,
0: for
1: sure. But you can see a world where. Because I'd like to live in that world where you could get a prescription for psilocybin. That would mm-hmm. be incredible. I think it's coming. I think You I do? Think, yeah, tell, tell me it's yeah, you guys. I think,
2: I think well, well we I mean, this is the thing like is, is, that. Is, is that sounds crazy, but here's the deal. Like I said, psilocybin, all, all of the, all of the um, research and LD50 studies, that's the lethal dose in 50% of, of, of the recipients, typically mice, um, all those studies show that this is less toxic than aspirin, right? Mm-hmm. This is psilocybin. What is, what is aspirin? One in but, 20? What's that? The LD one in twenty. I don't know. I, I I have no idea what it is. But um, but the parts per million. No, right? <laughs> I, I just wanted to say that <laughs>
3: one in twenty parts per billion. <laughs> so
2: <clears throat> so you have something like this. Yet let's look at morphine. Morphine comes from the poppy, right? Uh, morphine's not a synthesized, right? So so about twenty five percent of our drugs still come from plants, right? It used to be 100 percent, obviously. Then we learned to synthesize and now 75 percent are synthetics. But morphine still comes from poppy, right? And you've got these these opiates in there that we're prescribed these tiny amounts that you're not supposed to feel super loopy on Mm -hmm. if, if you're taking it appropriately. If you take three too many, it can kill you. Mm -hmm. that can kill you right psilocybin actually as far as we know can't Mm
1: -hmm. kill you and so it sounds like you're trying to talk me down pete it can't kill you (laughs) you. back away from the ledge you've taken a narcotic
2: (laughs) so why would it be hard to believe that that we can we can take something dial it down in dose that is sub perceptual but good for you right that that's what people are supposed to take and if they happen to want to They can take 10 of them and go on a trip. Sure. Um, But we live in a world in which we're not allowed to choose. And and people believe that that we shouldn't have the freedom to supplement our consciousness the way that we supplement our health through food products and supplements. They genuinely believe that if it has the ability to expand or alter your consciousness, that it's – somehow evil
1: right and good so that's why we're don't, having the, the, don't take, the fact that we're having this themselves.
2: this conversation your next trip you're going to zoom off of this conversation and laugh your ass off uh. that you even had to ask that question <laughs> right yeah sure non-toxic non-addictive these are the things we know about it yeah right yet every research study coming taken, out about it says it's amazing for i've us. never
1: taken mushrooms and been like i gotta do that tomorrow you know what i mean you, mm-hmm. you, if you have it you're like okay i'm good i i take it like four times a year i would to your point about pink floyd by the way the last Last time we took him, Val and I uh, we listened to Jimi Hendrix because we were like we just we have Alexa, the Amazon thing, and we go, Alexa, play psychedelic music, and it started playing Jimi Hendrix. And I've never liked Jimi Hendrix, uh, no offense to the Jimi Hendrix fans out there. But we were like, What? <laughs> like it sounded mm-hmm. like how we felt. Yeah. And we were like, How did he know? Obviously he's probably writing this stuff. Technically Alexa. What's that? Technically Alexa. <laughs> Nicole. Yeah. And we were looking at this thing that we have called, I think it's called Mystic Sand or something. It's like, it's mm. framed oh, sands that about. fall. Yeah, and we were crazy. looking at it and we're like, this is everything. Mm-hmm. And it, the music sounded like what the sand fell falling mm-hmm. looked like. And we we're like, we're just sand falling. Some of us are sparkling. <laughs> some of us aren't sparkling. Some <laughs> go on a long trip. Some it's a short trip, but it's all in the thing. <laughs> and like, having like huge, the thing that I love about I love
2: that you can go back into that. And and you can talk about it as though you're kind of in that moment. I can really remember. That's a gift, I think. I
1: try to remember really hard because that's what I – it's funny that you say that – Weed for me, like forgetting that I watched Mr. Belvedere, (laughs) the opposite is true with mushrooms is that that I'm like, I remember every part of it. I remember when it started. I remember Mm -hmm. what this picture looked like. And I remember those, you know, the the Quakers call it the still still quiet voice, Mm -hmm. that when you're quiet enough, you can hear, it's like your intuition, Mm -hmm. you hear these things telling you, relax. Mm -hmm. Like, what do you... You're stuck in the game yeah. way too hard. Mm-hmm. And you need to, like, play the game. That's fine. Like, you know, brush your teeth and take out the garbage. But, like, relax. Yeah. You're, you're not you're not the it's, bulb. You're the light. Right? I mm-hmm.
3: love that you said that because my first mushroom experience was after I went through hell was great. But, like, my I could hear myself, my subconscious, telling me, let go. Relax. Yeah. Everything's cool. Yeah. I, I heard it for, like,
2: two hours as I thought I... Pissed myself on all these. Right, right, right.
3: Yeah, there's almost a so right back in the water bed yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you're almost
2: you're almost battling your ego on the way up, right? And yeah. at some point, it just gets too uncomfortable. It's getting Boom. too close to the light, and the ego just goes away. Yeah, and and at that point, you know, it's not about seeing anything move. Nothing's moving anymore. At that point, your 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 vision, everything. The is just veil's lifted. So, right? Yeah, the veil's it's, lifted. It's, That's exactly right. And then you have this moment where, you know, some people would say it's a moment with God or it's a moment with the universe. But you have this moment in which that little selfish thing that's been growing in you through all the hurts and pains in your life, it's not there for a couple hours. That's right.
1: And what a a relief Mm -hmm. to put it down and be in the kingdom of God Mm -hmm. or be in the garden of Allah or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Every religion has a word for this sort of samsara yeah. or whatever, that, that uh, special place. It's I don't know one I of the most samsara, amazing places. And you're not, you're, not,
2: you're not saying, oh, the mountain's moving, and oh, your face is moving, bro. At this point, right. you're like, you don't really have to say anything, mm-hmm. right. except typically, I love you.
1: Right, that's right. That's- and isn't it fun? I le- every time I've taken it, and you get that message again and again and again and again, you realize why every mystic, every uh, you know turned-on person throughout known time comes back with a message of I love, this is something I said to Valerie on mushrooms. I go, I love you, but it loves you. Mm-hmm. Meaning, I didn't mean God somewhere else. We love you. I was like, this, <laughs> this, this whole loves thing, theology,
3: you. It's, it, it is love. Like, and that's. Right. I mean, now we're really getting into I everything.
1: know. I know.
2: Like, can we kill well, you can, Bob? you can. Yeah. You can take this directly into Christianity Gentlemen! too. You can take this directly into Christianity. Right? I mean, the the fact of the matter is, you have this guy rarely talked about hell. The only time he talked about hell was to to religious leaders. Yeah, and he ran around with with prostitutes and and drunkards and brawlers and just regular people. Right, standing brothers, and then he says things like, and then he says things like this: I have one commandment, and this sums up all everything else yeah. in the Old Testament. I have one commandment: that's that you love your neighbor as you love yourself. Yeah, right. I, I mean, you can take that into a strict religious world if you really want to go to the true content of of where those things come from. Um, we're not talking about anything different. And, and yeah. that, that hippie that happens to talk about it in the context of I love you, man, and, and mushrooms um, is typically hitting that same vein right. and that same message. And that's what people just can't see. And there are so many people that oh, – I, I, I mean – if we're we're going to catch a little it. hell for uh, for, no, for 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 going this. But we're
3: totally there, I mean, in the hippie sense. Like, we joke about it, but it's real. Like, most people are uncomfortable by the hippie that's spreading one love. Well, Jesus made people uncomfortable too, right? right. Because his message was like, dude, he's like, dude, actually the world's not that bad. I love you. Everybody should love each other. But everybody else is like, this world fucking sucks. How can you be so happy? Right. Why are you so calm, dude? I'm terrified over here. I got Romans coming at me, yeah. controlling everything. I can't. I don't have a bathroom. Like the the world was terrible for these people, and Jesus is like, eh, it's not that bad, you right?" Know, like and they can't they can't handle that. And the same thing with people today. Like someone that's that's calm. Usually, you're like, oh, "What the fuck is that guy What
1: is well, it's he?" Well, also, on? it's funny. <sighs> I I wonder if Christ was saying, I, I, "I see that it is bad, but who is it bad to?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, who do you think you are? Yeah, is is a great question mm-hmm. when Jesus says. Feed uh, the least of these, and you're feeding me. I think that's a t- a tip to saying that is me. I-, I just said this on the last podcast, but that's something that I think you feel when you're tripping. When you say I love you, but it loves you, but I am it, and I'm all that shit. That sounds has been reduced, and it becomes a cliche. Makes a lot of sense. When it does you're in that space, and,
2: and, and there's a reason why things become cliche, and we all you know try not to use them at the same time. Um, the most profound experiences that we 'll have in our life, those true epiphanies are when we actually get something that is cliche
1: yeah I know it's and it clicks in it's it 's like I was just saying to somebody it 's like the nipple and the and the button you know when you have a snap button mm-hmm. when you 're on those things, it feels like you snapped in, mm-hmm. and then when you leave, you get kicked out and it snaps off <laughs> again, and you 're trying to remember, but if you 've ever been tripping, remember. That's the word. So yeah.
2: you don't feel like you learned something when you no. have an epiphany. You feel like you remembered Boom. something forgotten. Yep. But
1: isn't that another thing they all say? They're, the Zen Buddhist that goes through uh, a ten-year silent retreat comes back and he's like, "I didn't have any. I don't have anything that I didn't have didn't when have I started." When yeah. But for some reason, we need. That's the game. That's why I like to think of it as a game. And so that's why these are mm-hmm.
2: these are beautiful tools. And to your point, no, they're they're not necessary, and, and and they probably shouldn't be painted that way. But they're beautiful tools to help you quickly. Yeah. Um, remember
1: yeah. who you are and what you're doing here. Well, that's what uh, Ram Das's guru, Maharaji said. They're good for beginners. And I was like, it is good for beginners. It, but it, it's even better. It's, it's good. I like what I did. Rigid upbringing, fundamental kind of upbringing, literal interpretation. Lost my faith, took mushrooms, then went back and was like, "Well, what was that all about?" Because now I need some vocabulary for that type of experience. experience yeah. Where are you guys now? I mean, you're on a microdose of mushrooms <laughs> and you're selling hemp oil on a popular <laughs> podcast. But what do you believe the, <laughs> the Thank world you for to be? That out. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what do you think happens when we die? Can we what just we? go back to the beginning and start <laughs> over? Yeah, like, <laughs> like, we, just, we, we just
3: wipe. Let's get an alligator clap in here. No, I. You know, we're all on different journeys. I'm in a different place than Joel's in, and I can say that about all my brothers. But we generally talk to each other and kind of sync up and share ideas. But for me, I'm I'm not an atheist. Um, I'm agnostic. I'm not willing to call even though you floated up to the fucking sun. <laughs> oh, I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm, just kidding, I'm just kidding. But that's I mean that's why I am agnostic. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I. But I'm not willing to anymore go down the line of Jesus is the only way the way that I was taught. And, you know, I don't go to church anymore. Um, so for but me, what's harder,
1: flying to the jungle and risking psychological damage? It, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't happen, but you're afraid that that might happen. Well, that's or, what we're told
2: is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Or driving three miles up the road to the local, uh, you know, God Incorporated. For sure, that's that's not as risky. It Sounds like you do go to church. That I do absolutely. Yeah. In I go the, all the In time the jungle, <laughs> in what I what I read
3: and what I do. So you're right. I mean, definitely for me, I believe in a higher power. Yeah. Um, and I could say that these experiences from charlotte's web to some of the other things that i've done there is a divine purpose whatever that means i don't mean to offend anybody with that believes in one god or the other like i think that everybody's here for a reason you need to capture that moment Mm -hmm. and i'm incredibly blessed just to be i mean sit here and talk about this right like actually people listen to this and to be to have that like is amazing just because of one little girl like Everything works out for a reason, and I'm, I'm just incredibly thankful. So that's where I'm at, probably, in my spirituality, is just in that being of being thankful.
1: I think that's great. Here's a quote for you. Stotz, can you Google this, as I say, because I'd love, please, because I'd love to tell him who said it. Josh Radner told me on it on when he did the podcast. He said, Jesus Christ is the one and only God and so am I and so are you. No, Which, that. Isn't, that good? So good, yeah. isn't that good? Isn't that good? That'll make your dick tingle. <laughs> <That's> and <so. laughs> Jesus
2: Jesus if we're you know, I mean if we're gonna take this just so seriously, again you have this guy who comes down and he says things like your father. Talk yeah. to your father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yet somehow we kind of miss those hippie asp- those hippie aspects yeah, of yeah, Jesus. Yeah, weren't yeah. passed down through religion. Yeah, so it's like religion just took these controlling out. things never and mind, then used those. Never so he mind was
3: the fighting, references. He was fighting the laws. He was fighting the Pharisees, and yet somehow that won. <laughs>
1: yeah, and there's all these uh, there's references to reincarnation. You know, totally. Like uh, some say you're John the Baptist. Like, mm-hmm. how, That's how could right he be John the Baptist if he's died? Yeah. Like, he and back. Jesus said,
2: Jesus said, if you would believe it, that John the baptist was elijah right yeah he exactly. said he was elijah come back
1: and then when the uh, child was born blind they said did he sin or did his parents mm-hmm. uh, I said elijah? neither like, which before he was born in a past life did he sin
3: speaking of reincarnation there's something i want to tell you
1: guys i am john baptist <laughs> john <Jean laughs> baptist I'll, I'll send you a platter <laughs> uh, and, and what about you uh, oh do we have the quote starts william blake william blake william how blake. can i not remember that but I would, I would,
2: I would say um, very similar to Jesse. You know, I mean, I, I, at at one point, I was more religious than probably anyone in my family, including my parents. In the and I'm I'm ashamed that I would actually stand in a place and talk to people and then tell them that I knew their eternal destination, but I did that. Yeah, I would actually, you know, I was actually willing to tell people that that that. They were going to hell and that they needed to listen to me. Yeah, but I'm, if, I'm, I'm very if, embarrassed
1: about if this If now, I but. may, though, that's a type of... It's not child abuse in a strict se- sense, but I'm like you. i If you wear khaki pants and you're taller than me and I'm a child, I believe you. Mm-hmm. And if you tell me that everyone I meet is going to hell unless I tell them something, I understand it gets perverted. In I the took it seriously.
2: I just didn't want people to go to hell.
1: It's actually... its a—it's a It's a... It's a bad interpretation of a very open heart and a good instinct. (laughs) And I'm there with you. Because I I used to... Uh, try and convert my friends all the time, and I, I was like, "This motherfucker with the gray hair told me that you're going to burn forever, mm-hmm. and whatever you hate is going to happen forever." Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm going to s- risk an awkward moment to tell you something. Yeah. So I exonerate you for what that's worth. Well, <laughs> it, I, I mean, it was it was it was
2: well I intended. <laughs> I'm not embarrassed about my heart in yeah. that moment. I'm more embarrassed about my mind.
1: I can also relate to that.
2: I was I was early twenties, yeah. and you know, I I hadn't come to that breakthrough point in which I threw all my materials down and what I was told, and I stepped outside, looked up, and said, God, some of this is bullshit, and I'm tired of mm. not telling you that, mm. right? And so I finally had that moment in which yep. I was using the brain that, you know, what I believe God made me. Right, right, right. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's very similar to Jesse's, and I, I, I do. I mean, I, I experience this universe in ways that are very impersonal and beautiful. Um, they almost don't seem to care right or wrong, and then I experience this universe in ways that I feel are very, very personal, very, very, like, just like you and me here talking. Mm -hmm. Um, And and those are some of those moments that I feel like if, if we're to sit and write them down and then give them to someone and say, this is the word of God, we've done them a disservice Yeah, because they're supposed to go get
1: that. Isn't it funny because you won't tell me about your mushroom trip, which I think is appropriate. There's some but parts of so it that are – Everything else is like, no, we can print that and mass produce it and then we can force people to say they believe it. Everybody must do Imagine it. Imagine if you did that. That's why – Get the fuck out of my face. You know those I moments. all you, religion. That is I know that's when every, it starts to book, get ruined. Right? That's when it gets ruined. You've
2: had those moments where you're like, you know, I'm I'm no one, but in this current state, I could come up with some stuff that people would definitely follow. Right. And you say, I'm not going to do that. That's right. That's, I'm just going to point them
1: that's the, to go get that's this the for Vader themselves. That's the Vader Skywalker moment. You're mm-hmm. like, am I going to try and turn this into a corporation or am I going to That
2: is the Vader Skywalker moment. Yeah, and, yeah. and and that's the thing about the whole of religion is that is that is that religion and and people that are, you know, still in this entrenched system in which it's so dogmatic but they don't really have a a an, an actual growing relationship with themselves or with the universe, um they think they do, mm-hmm. right? And so you know, your hope is that the, those those Vader Skywalker moments keep happening for people, mm-hmm. right? And that's my belief. And you know, and that goes to the uh, you know a little bit to the. You did a thing with uh, Rob Bell and uh, Love Wins, and and mm-hmm. um, I, I I would definitely lean more in it to that side of philosophy and that love wins. Um, if God is genuinely love, like 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 the Bible says it is, um, and like most of us just kind of believe that the universe has that for us. Um, then the idea of hell just starts to dissipate and almost become laughable and funny, even though you can put it in multiple different levels of human experience as to what could be hell.
1: Manufacturing your yeah. own hell, for sure. I've been in hell for times in my life.
2: that's where I go to the agnostic side and say, you know, actually almost everything I have to give it that agnosticism and and, and not be embarrassed about it. It's a good answer. I'm okay not
1: knowing. Well, the, it, the step it, to knowing not a is it's a cop-out. It, it's just it's honest. Yeah, yeah. The first step to wisdom is admitting you don't know shit. No. For, I, totally. I, I, we don't have to Google who said that. That, that was me. <laughs> no, no, that, that's a—that's parap- me paraphrasing something that is, that is very uh, true. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not know. And we want to tick boxes and we want to say this is this and this is this. And label this. things, right? Exactly. We
3: always want to do it. People label us as kind of the Christian... You know, we see a lot of these stupid memes and stuff like potheads for Jesus. Oh, really? And all these things. But, like, really, I mean, we've done a lot of Christian articles because that's where we come from, right? Yeah. So people come and ask us to do interviews for Christian Ministry today. And, mm. you know, I think it's good, uh, even though we may not be in that arena, but it's good because I think people want new information from, mm-hmm. from something that's palatable. Like, I think that's what's great. Joel walks into one of these places to discuss cannabis. And, you know, he's very intelligent. He looks good sometimes. And, you know, so it's like for them, it's like, okay, I can hear this message right. coming from somebody that actually believes in it and
2: cares. But it does, doesn't look the part. Yeah, it really. doesn't manifest a stereotype. And, and it's, it's sad. You know, and I don't want to blast all the stereotypes. Because most of them are true. very
3: knowledgeable. I mean, they're yep. incredibly intelligent. But
2: when it comes to this nothing, subject. yeah, yeah, nothing really changes when you've got people holding signs, screaming and yelling. Yeah, that's right. And they look like a specific stereotype. Um, right. This took a little girl and some well-spoken folks um, with, you know, different levels of education to walk into legislatures and say, here's the story.
1: But I I love finding uh truth
2: hiding in these unexpected. Oh and by the places. way we were raised Christian. That right. that doesn't help in some of these places. And and people ask me, are, so are you a Christian? Yeah. I say, well if that means follower of Christ, I don't see why not. I hope so.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. If well, that
2: means what you think of a, of an American Christian, I hope not.
1: Yeah, I, I right? don't know if you've heard there I think it was Nietzsche, there was only one Christian and it was Jesus and they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's Sounds Maya, like Nietzsche. Maya yeah. Angelou had a great quote, too, where it's like when people ask me if I'm a Christian, I, she's like, if when people say I'm a Christian, I'm like, already? Like, mm. that's what I'm trying to, to be. be. Like, no, it's no. not like I'm just, it's not a, a voting party. I couldn't yep. think of political. It exactly. goes, back to, lab, it's, it goes
3: <laughs> back to labeling things, right? And being labeled. That's like, right. You've got to find, people just want that identity, right? And like, that's the beautiful thing about the Bible. I know we're talking a lot about it, but like, Jesus, you know. Gets baptized, goes into the wilderness for forty days, and people—the Satan comes and tempts him, right? Yeah, and people think I freaked heard this me a you Called him
1: the Satan. Uh, that made me seem like you <laughs> have some <laughs> weird allegiance to him. You know, the Satan. The <laughs> Satan. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> so like the,
3: he asks them these questions and, and tempts him, and people think it was with food, water, and power, and not the case. He always asked him like, "If you are the Son of God," he was tempting him with his identity, right? And that's for all of us. Like we all are. Are, are children of God. We all are a part of the universe. We're all in this together. Right. I think once you understand that, then you don't need to label yourself anymore. Like, you are just like everybody else. Yeah. What, what does this guy want? I don't know. Is it your p I think I said something about Grateful Dead and it pissed him off. <laughs> he looked
1: angry. Yeah. <laughs> who was that man? You said the Satan and that guy came up the <laughs> He's like, yeah. You don't know who you, <laughs> <don't>, you, <laughs> you don't know who that was? That was. I'll never you know, forget that moment. That was so yeah, weird. He maybe may
2: for our, uh, to film our Facebook
1: Live thing. Oh well, let's give him uh, a lesson on how to not be terrifying. <laughs> 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 don't loom and lurk. Just give a wave. Just like a, hello, I'm here. <laughs> it,
2: so. Um, I actually, actually, really want to hear about this new
1: show, right? What crashing? Uh, yeah, it, it comes just out just tonight. To turn right. the tables well. and be the. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it's dealing with a lot of what we're talking about. Somebody who has his in- inherited faith mm-hmm. and going through a crisis, and then as we hopefully glad this is wood get to continue, uh, we'll see Pete not do exactly what I did, but you know, a fictional version, but inspired by what I've done, which is you start piecing it back together in a very new, talk about neural pathways. These Mm -hmm. are like spiritual pathways where you're like, Oh, I had this and there was fear here and there was toxicity here. And then you have a series of experiences that make you build a new architecture of your belief. Mm -hmm. For me, I really get off on the psychologically I get off on using some of the same language mm-hmm. I've been uh, on mushrooms or whatever and remembered Christ. And that means a lot to me, like for some reason, deep in my psyche, that's why I say I'm Christ leaning, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's interesting. I think it'll be interesting one of the reasons why people are most interested in our show, I think, and it's been surprising, is the character's faith, is my character's faith, because that's what gives it stakes. It's like, how is he going to navigate? And there's a lot his of us to that world? identify with that. It's most with people, I mean, evolving e- out of that. Even right. if they drop it, I mean, we still are looking for some way to explain and tap into this mystery. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that's one of the interesting things about my character, and that's one of the reasons it was fun to play him. I was reading a review and it was like, just like in his podcast, his character is like a wide eyed labradoodle <laughs> <laughs> that just thinks being alive is the most amazing yeah. thing Every ever. Every day is the happiest day of your life. Exactly. Right? But
2: are you kind of like that in life? I try like, to be. The, a wide eyed of Like my, like my
1: like Maya Angelou Valerie and I laughed because she knows that sometimes I'm at home and I'm just like, I have to play video games now. Like I just need to like unplug or retreat or be alone or whatever, or take a nap or whatever, or get drunk or whatever it might be. So I'm not like a walking example of that. Mm-hmm. But I can be it in bursts, and the bursts keep getting longer. So I'm moving in the right direction. Right. What is that, a nice way to end? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's a beautiful way to be. If well, someone, I do too. Absolutely. Yeah, I also want to say, yeah, lab- be Labradoodles. I want to say to you guys... Uh, you know, I just loved your product. You know, Louis Anderson gave it to me. I know we've talked a lot about it because I have this thing on my hand called Dupitran's Contractor, mm. slowly pulling this finger in. Mm. And there's some, who knows if, if the, the hemp and all that stuff is supposed to help. But I was like, if it does the anti-inflammatory thing, I'll try it. Because there's no cure for it. It's just like I slowly get a claw and then maybe you get surgery. So that's why he gave this to me. He was like, well, try it. (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Why did I do the voice? And then I ended up loving it for a myriad of reasons. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, it was the first company that I was like, I'd love to just talk about this. And I got in touch with Ashley and everybody. And to hear your story and to meet you guys, I'm so glad that... Not only the fan mail about the product and stuff that it's improving people's lives, but to see the mission that you're on, it feels good to be a part of something like this. I love it. So I'm inspired. We're we're obviously
3: very appreciative. I mean, like to do a podcast, one we get to do very little things because we're always working, but like whenever I started listening to you, I was like, this is going to be so easy as a good introduction. Yeah, like, sure. Because you're just like, one, I can look you eye in the eye, right? Because yeah. I'm a big guy too, yeah. so I'm not like looking <laughs> down at Napoleon. And so that's one of it. And then just Joel's right, like you share a lot of,
1: the same experiences that yeah. we,
3: growing up and then some with Joel on a I more didn't personal even know level I, stuff,
1: I knew so. it but then I forgot and it was so fun to recover that and, and oh. then, uh, so uh, it's, it's it.
3: really cool just to, to do that and like I, we obviously wish you the most success yeah as long as world, you
1: guys so. keep giving me a free everyday plus sure you, you have a friend <laughs> I'm <laughs> excited yeah, yeah on that note I
2: actually brought you some oh you, shit you like the plus
1: I like plus I like advanced I like it all
2: alright cause what I brought, brought you some the-
1: advanced so. <laughs> <laughs> we brought you the more expensive You said bottle. that. Right? I know. You said that like John Hammond. That was my favorite moment of the podcast. <laughs> these Same, are, these this are, is amazing. Thank these you.
2: are my favorite ones. You know, that one. Does that one have the uh, dropper top? or is This that has it? dropper
1: top. All right. This has the... Are these liquor top or I call them liquor tops. Thank you so much. Because, you know, it restricts how much comes yeah, out. Yep. Those are
2: the dropper tops. These are dropper top advanced. The other ones are for oral syringes to be able to go in. And is people can really right? titrate those.
1: Yeah, you've taken oral
2: syringe, put it in in. The- uh, so
3: you know
1: exactly uh, what, what you're getting, getting. right? Oh, we just, I, I put it on my hand and lick it. Sure, yeah. That's what I do. This is great, but these are dropper I tops.
2: I didn't know we had the
1: huge dropper top. Sweet. You have know. huge dropper top for every day and every day plus. Cool. Let me tell you about your product. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for these. This is amazing. I really appreciate that. And uh, thank you. We always end because we get heady. Can either of you remember a time, maybe together, that you laughed really, really hard? And it doesn't have to be a great story. Just what does that make you think of, laughing till you cried? I know one of your brothers just did DNT yeah. and did that.
3: I just, I mean, recently I went and saw Louis C.K.
1: Yes, and, live. Yes, yes, in Denver,
3: and I, his irreverence was so fascinating and wonderful. Isn't
1: like, it funny how irreverence can feel sacred? I was <laughs> where you are like, oh, Carlin did I, that. Yeah, bawling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Balling. yeah. Just, like
3: I could not stop laughing. Like, yeah, it was so like healing. Yeah, like, I, afterwards I hurt. Like yeah, yeah, my yeah, stomach yeah. was like. Oh man, and I don't do abs very often. So,
1: but man, <laughs> and then a deity was just just like, "These amazing. laughs are for your brother." <laughs>
3: exactly. <laughs> yes, these laughs are for everybody that can't laugh out in the world.
1: Well, that's a great answer. It good.
2: So, so mine, I wouldn't give a a specific joke. Yeah, um, but I would say at least. Once a month, once every couple of months, I laugh until I can't breathe Mm. because of my brothers Jesse and Josh and sometimes John – and the combination of them in a conversation sometimes, yeah. and they're not laughing. They're like comedians because they just walk right through it, and it was yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, I get over it, Joel. It was funny. And I'm over there, can't, and I can't breathe and it's your because DNA. I'm laughing so much. like somewhere. your
3: jeans in usually, front of you. And it's usually irreverent.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, some of the things that they'll say and do, and they do, they just walk right by it. They <laughs> chuckle. And, and, yeah. and some of the rest of us, you know, even, even my mom, you know, we'll sit there just like, you know, Yes, just laughing for like you know ten minutes you over huddle. something they did. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I'm really inspired by you guys and your family. Cool. And uh, thanks for coming on. Well, you I don't have two guests often. We end with the guests saying "Keep it crispy." You could do it once at a time, or or you can do it together. You want to
2: twinkie it, or what are you going <laughs> to? you twink? say it, then I'll say it. keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> keep it crispy.
3: That was good. That was very good. Can we loop that? You do have that ham (laughs) voice. You got the the deep ham voice. Like, he should be. He's got a face for radio,
1: too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. Thanks, guys.
0: Awesome. Now leaving (laughs) Nerdist.com.